Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. From Hollywood, we bring you The Lawrence Welk Show. And now, our musical host, maestro Lawrence Welk. Welcome back, horror fiends, the internet's best horror and entertainment podcast. This is the Graveyard Shift. I'm your host, Raven. With me always will be my band of misfit co-hosts, Bassif. Hey there. El Phantom. Hello. And male girl, Barbarella. Hi. Before we start to show off, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Graveyard Records and Movie Maniacs. Please check out the website, www.graveyardrecords.com. On tonight's show, we're going to be talking about our convention experiences, our pros and cons for a lot of celebrities, so if you ever talked about, you know, ooh, $40 autograph, I don't know if I want to do it. Well, tonight you'll find out if it's worth your rate. Also, we're going to be talking about a lot of toy news in San Diego Comic-Con with all the reveals from Sideshow, Nika, Mazco, a lot of good stuff coming out. Bassif's going to be handling that segment of the show. First, we're going to be starting out with the uh, greatest era in horror. There's been a lot of eras. We're going to a lot of different generations here at this table, so we're going to be talking about it. Hey, so, enough about my age. Hey, no one knows, except I'm, for now. I'm a young buck. Yeah. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the silver screen era, which is the birth of horror with all the universal monsters. So what's everybody's take on that? Greatest era in horror, period. Why? You had suspense-filled movies. There was no blood and guts, no TNA. You know, the, the music built up. You know, the action happened. It wasn't graphic. It wasn't violent. The stuff that they did back then, you know, was shocking and appalling. Today, it's just PG-rated and somewhat boring, but it's the best horror out there. Okay, but could a movie like that work nowadays? Absolutely not. So how is it the best era if it doesn't transfer over time? Simply put, it's classics. Right, but if it doesn't transfer to a new audience... Go fuck yourself. I like journalists. So there you go. It's no sad. Lon Chaney, Karloff, Lugosi, how can you go wrong? I'm not going to sit here and try to explain why it's the greatest. It is. It's simply put. That's why they're remaking The Wolfman. They've remade you know, Dracula and all those terrible incarnations. There's talk of the creature of Black Lagoon. The Wolfman. It doesn't need to the be Wolfman. remade. It's been done once. The Masters of Horror did it. Simply put. Now move on. Come up with a new creative idea. Quit raping the past. Phantom? Old man massive. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the 70s stuff. I like a little TNA. You like the you, you uh, like the '70s era better? Yeah, I like a little, little TNA, little action, or chainsaw, 70, I spit on your grave, oh, yeah. Halloween. Yeah, but, yeah, take a look at 1974 Leatherface. There's barely any blood in it compared to the new stuff that's coming out today. That's you know, oh, it's a young starlet. Show your titties. But the new movie was a lot better than 1974. No. No. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Why not? I've never been a fan of Chainsaw, so please tell me. Lots of boobs in it. Lots of them. That's why the 74 is... Well, oh, no, the 74, it's... I don't know, it was interesting. I found it better than 
the it new was, one. It was suspenseful. It was, well, that's what you didn't know what was going on. And then it was like, oh, my God, now that this guy's chasing him and this is going on. And you're on the edge of your seat. And now it's like, oh, wait, now the new one, it's like, look, there's the girl running. And look at her boobs. Look at her boobs. Oh, she's running. She's falling. Look at her boobs. The only thing that was good about the new Texas Chainsaw 3D was <laughs> the female lead. You get to see your boobs. Just has, no, just had incredible <laughs> eyes. Oh, and, that and so, there's that something song, about her, man. The song She's by hot. John Butler Trio, That God Will Fuck You Up. That is the greatest song. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the song that they sing while they're at the bar? Yeah, in that the is background? the greatest song on a soundtrack ever. And it totally doesn't match all the other, because I've looked up all the other stuff he does. He's like a hippie folk singer. So, and what credit is the name to John of that song again? God Will Fuck You Up. <laughs> Gonna have to look for that on uh, YouTube. But the 70s did have a lot of good uh, horror films in it. The Exorcist, Dawn of the Dead, Last House on the Left. Phantasm. Phantasm. Set the tone for what horror movies are today. I think at least. One of the best eras. More original. Originality at least. And then we got the 80s with the slashers. New horror icons are born. Freddy, Jason. Michael Myers with all the sequels. Evil Dead. Which Evil was Dead. Awesome. 1981. A little Bruce Campbell action. Back when Bruce was still a nice guy. Ooh. Oh, well, I guess we'll hear more about that later. You got any comments there, male girl? No. No? No, I, I, You're not I a like fan the of the 80s? 80s. No, I'm not a big fan of the 80s movies. I wish uh, they made movies like that now. Now they're they just do. remaking they're, them. I was going to say, they're called remakes. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, are, like, they are doing them. Tina. So Nightmare on Elm Street's yes. your favorite? Yes. One of my favorites, yes. That was good. I mean, classic. What's your favorite film? Who didn't? Uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead's your favorite? Yeah. Probably. Was that the copy that we used to watch on my VHS? Yes. 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 Okay. See, Just she checking. Just, the bootleg uh, copy. Right. Yep. Turn all the lights off. You get some popcorn. Got all the neighborhood kids in my living room watching Evil Dead. <laughs> you expected more out of me, but you're not going to get it. I'm being That's clean it. tonight. You're being clean? My God will fuck you up is it tonight. That's it. So no extra little... Surprise in the popcorn bucket? No, not on that stuff, no. No? Too young. Too young. I was too young yet. Uh, <laughs> hands down, the best uh, late 70s horror film would be Phantasm. Phantasm 1, and then we waited till the mid-80s to get Phantasm 2. After that, the Phantasm franchise, you could pass on the rest. Well, the 80s to me is the best era, because it seems past that, horror really started to lose steam. And it was just sequels galore in the 90s. And then, really, what the only biggest hit was Scream, as far as horror goes. If you want to when call that Hellraiser a huge hit. Hellraiser was the 80s. Late 80s. Late yeah. 80s. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to say. Same with Child's Play, though. Yep. That was 80s. That carried through the 90s into the 2000s. Well, I think the 90s were more sci fi, and then you had muscle driven actors, Terminator. You know, guys like Schwarzenegger were out there. Oh, yeah. The it was, all muscle, it was all, all muscle movies and Rocky movies. and yeah. That kind of took over the whole 90s kind of for me. And then uh, nowadays, what paranormal seems to be taking over, 2000s to now, all the success paranormal activity, The Conjuring, um, big in the Japanese remakes with The Ring and The Grudge, Shudder. You guys a fan of any of those movies? No. 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 Neither am I, not really. The Ring I liked. I liked The Ring. I thought that was done really nicely. Nico was supposed to do a nice box set for that at one point, weren't they? There was some talk, but I think licensing issues held it up. You know, And let's face it, it's it's it wasn't that great of a movie. 
I mean, they're making mistakes right now by doing uh, an action figure for the new Carrie film. And, you know, that was done once again. You don't need to redo it. You know, P.J. Souls, John Travolta, prior to his grabbing the masseuses in the inappropriate <laughs> locations, um, there was no need to remake it. I mean, they did a terrible job of making Carrie 2 and just to try to reboot the franchise because you know this is going to end with a, a sequel-like ending. Oh, of course. It doesn't. It doesn't. Just doesn't need to be done. Well, Chloe Grace Mortis is uh, playing Carrie, and she's really hot right now. Yeah, she's hot now, and then later on we'll hear about her all in the tabloids, just like uh, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter posing nude, and that other chick that just got in the into the news for losing it and going psycho, and mom and dad had to commit her. Amanda Bynes. Yeah. She's so, God, she's so nasty looking. God, I love him, Psycho. <laughs> Jeez, it turns me on. She used to be hot. That's back the luchador in, the in you, isn't it? That's right. Us Mexicans, you know, we'll do just about anything. Like the, the Los Lobos? <laughs> Crazy girls. No comments on Amanda Bynes? Mm, no, I'm very scared for her. Why? Because she's lost, dude. I hope she just crazy. ends up as a tragic ending of a drug overdose or suicide. That's terrible. No, it makes me want to say what went so wrong in that girl's life that she's that fucking crazy. Her parents put her on Disney. <laughs> it all goes back to Walt Disney and nah, his submissive nah, ways. Nah, nah. You know, he's got his head frozen someplace in, in, Let, in Orlando. Let's, n- let's, let's <laughs> he, not he bash was, the mouse. He's, he's, I'm bashing the mouse. I want to step on the damn mouse. I could give a shit about the mouse. You know? <clears throat> got, she will come back to haunt you. See, I'm, I'm torn because you know Disney's got Star Wars now, so I have to be careful. Yeah, that's because money I'm, hoping maker, they don't dro- I'm hoping they don't drop the ball. Don't wreck the Fett. Don't wreck Boba Fett because he's not dead. Right. But if they follow any of the offshoot comics and books, but Chewbacca's gonna be old as fuck. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but let's just get back to the fact of how Walt yeah, Disney destroyed King's <laughs> life. I want to talk about that. That's got to... nothing to do with yes, it does. through they the make... decades. Walt Disney makes little kids teen stars and little teen whores, and no, they go out there and they no, influence fashion, no, and they get other no. girls you know, dressing like little whores. It's just ridiculous. No, that's I mean, Nickelodeon. Unless you're a dirty Wouldn't pedophile. Wouldn't Ted just go on the show? I know, no I'm kidding. Know. It's just that simple. Wow. If, if Walt knew what his his people were going to do under his name and legacy, he, he'd be rolling over in his grave, his headless bastard ass body. Wow. Oh, wow. These opinions Somebody's... aren't necessarily opinions of <laughs> maniacs. Maybe not, but... Are you afraid Walt Disney tainted your kids? He no, because I kept my kids to... away from Walt Disney. No, no, no Walt Disney in the household? No. Why not? Because I just don't care for Walt Disney films. They're, they're worthless crap. I mean, it's mindless. Wait, I'd I thought, I thought we kids. were talking about horror. We, this we, is horror. It is oh a horror. God. The fact that Walt Disney is able to perpetrate the, the atrocities that he's done. He's as bad as Hitler. Whoa, oh, my God. <laughs> and if anybody from Walt Disney would like to come on the show, feel, right. please feel free. Please no, comment. Not, yeah, so, don't forget. Yeah, thanks, because now my mailbox will be extremely full. With please all go on our Facebook mail. from comment on your thoughts on Walt Disney and his products. <laughs> well, he, he, attention, passive. Please. He's making it acceptable to be fat like Dumbo. And, that, and that's what? why. And that's why. What? Oh my! <laughs> what? Somebody's drinking some arsenic Kool Aid over here. <laughs> what the hell Doctor Pepper? Yeah, okay. I, I gotta ask how how does he condone being fat? Because he's making films about Dumbo. 
Dumbo happened a long time ago. Well, Dumbo happened when Walt Disney was alive. And he had big floppy ears. And he was fat with a little tail. This is losing steam. (laughs) Anyways. And he he gives these girls these aspirations to be pretty little princesses. And let's face it, most of them can't be. Can we get back to the Uh, Chainsaw Massacre horror boobies flopping, maybe? Oh, there we go. There you go. Or or, or reboots, too, have been the new... Yeah, if you want to check out all that on our first show, please visit the Facebook page. And you can, yeah, you can know <laughs> You'll hear all about remakes and reboots. reboots. But back to Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> How about back to the topic of the opening discussion? So, in my opinion, it was the 80s. What about you guys? What's the best horror era? I'm going 70s. 30s? I like the 80s, but I also like the classics. Classics as in silver as in screen. Silver screen, yes. What's your favorite silver screen flick? I like um, oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. In 3D? Um, no, not so much 3D. I just like creature of the Black Lagoon. It's pretty, pretty cool. Did you like the terrible sequels as well? No, no, no. just just that one. I watched it with my dad, and then of course I like Dracula. I can't go wrong with Dracula, but that was. Too obvious of an easy choice. Because Dracula gets all the ladies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein, he just throws them in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what I do. So I, I really, kind of all thumbs like Frankenstein. You know? Yeah. Not real good with the ladies in that regard. <laughs> you just toss them in the lake. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Much like that scene when the Bride of Frankenstein sees uh, Frankenstein for the first time, that blood curdling scream. <laughs> that's what happens when El Phantom goes zip. <laughs> That's what I do. I take him like like a Kennedy, and they accidentally drown. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Fell off the boat. It just happens. It just happens. It's the thirties. <laughs> Come on, it's a crazy era. Yeah, crazy shit's going on in the world right now. That's right. like all those guys disappearing in the lake. Uh, was that down on Lakefoot or is that in Madison? I didn't well, hear about the those. They were all getting in the river. The college kids. Are yeah, all, oh, yeah, yeah. Falling in the river? Yeah. No, they're, they're all, not. They were all drinking and falling. <laughs> Someone didn't pay their tuition, I guess. <laughs> well, maybe you got expensive for mom and dad. Ooh, oh, man. <laughs> this one's turning brutal tonight. Yes, well, I, I'm not saying that anything to do with it. <laughs> but if you're going to smart mouth me, man, <laughs> you're going for a swim. Wow. So if you're near bass, if near water, just don't make me angry. Give him a candy bar, one of those big pie loaves, those chocolate loaves or whatever those things are. You mean a gourmet devil's cake? Yes, give him a gourmet devil's cake. He'll be happy. And the train went a rolling all night long. Yeah. So you want to move on to movie news? Yeah, I think I better before this really turns <laughs> ugly quickly. But in movie news, I wanted to talk about The Conjuring. I went and saw it. Uh, I don't believe any of these people went out Took and the saw trailer. it. I saw the extended yeah, saw, trailer. saw the extended trailer. I so. fell asleep. When the I'm excited to go see it. it. You are? Yes. We're oh, I'll tell see you. see it in a day or two here. Good. Because I'm going to tell you it's probably the greatest horror film ever. I've, no. I've seen in this years? year for sure. Really? Maybe the past couple years. It's Even better than The Purge? Way better than The Purge. Which, if you want to hear our thoughts on The Purge, please, please listen to our first show. <laughs> but no, The Conjuring, 
Directed Are you still by, even listening to this show? Um, I, I believe maybe the Walt Disney thing took it off rails a little bit. But before you go back on your tirade, uh, it's directed by James Wan. He did Dead Silence, Insidious, first Saw movie, the third Saw movie. I like the Saw movies. And it is a great movie, great story. Um, really got some intense, scary moments. And the interesting thing about this movie is the first horror movie in a very long time. Um, that was rated R strictly because of being scary. There's no profanity, no gore, no nudity. Really? Nothing, and it's rated R. I'm really excited. So, I I don't think you'll be disappointed. I thought it was one of the greatest movies. So, it was worth like the, what, twelve fifty? What are they charging? Definitely. It's definitely worth it. That's Check the problem I have with the new horror movies. Pay all this money, and you're like, I just paid all that for that. I learned my lesson with that with a, with a certain movie, which shall not be named. Just name it. Rob Zombie. Oh, well, Lords of Salem again. If you turned into yes. the first broadcast, once yeah. again, you'll get Bassett's feelings yeah. on Rob Zombie. Yeah. Well, first, let, let's, no. get, let's get Barbarella's feelings on Lords of Salem. It was the biggest waste of, what, an hour and something of my life I'll never get back. Why was it the biggest waste? It made no sense. It jumped around. I think theatrically it was shot beautifully. There were some pretty weird stuff in there that it was like wait what but then you have to remember it was a Rob Zombie movie so you go oh yeah and his commentary he'll go on about it for an hour and tell you why it was in there but I think if it was like a prequel to um, another movie it probably would have all tied in he never explains in his commentary why he puts his wife in the film though yeah well come on that's his wife because <laughs> she's a great actress yeah she's so great she may be great actress in bed but not on the screen <laughs> is, that even, is that even released that's not even released on DVD is it no I just no, went out of theaters like two weeks ago and the best part is nobody wants to even bootleg it it's so bad <laughs> you can't find a bootleg a good bootleg copy out even on the internet so I'm really excited to go spend my money then to see a really good movie. Yeah, The Conjuring's great. It's been a while since I've seen a good horror movie where I walked out and went like, yeah, I got my money's worth. Well, it's built extremely on suspense. Yes. It's all suspense, all of... It's got a lot of good moments of... It's based uh, on a true story. Yes. Yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes. And, and so was Amityville Horror. Yeah, which Ed and Lorraine Warren were called part, to that case. Part of, Yeah. I know, but I'm saying the, the original Amityville Horror, when it was released, they said it was all based on a true case, and then later the family came out and was like, no, it was never that way. We never had all those flies in our house. No, the walls didn't run red with blood. Well, they got to make it interesting somehow. So they took a I'm, premise. That's what I'm saying. The Conjuring? The Conjuring you, you know a lot. it's got to have been boosted up. And- well, I, I read some interviews with Lorraine Warren, and yeah, they Hollywoodized it a little bit, of course, but... Uh, it stuck to it pretty good on a lot of things that happened, and they actually go over three cases out of Ed and Lorraine's case files, one of them being the Annabelle doll, which is really cool. And uh, other than changing how the doll looked, because the original doll was a Raggedy Ann doll, um, they made it this weird ventriloquist puppet-looking thing. But other than doing that, I mean, how the storyline goes, it's to a T how she reported it. So, I mean, uh, it's a really good movie. It's built... A lot of things are built on, okay, it's a horror movie. It's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't happen. And when and when you're not thinking about it, he gets you good. And toilet crystals hmm. and twins. Two things that prove the devil is real. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, for uh, Blue Rain... That is unless you're having you know, a little fun with two twins. 
Oh, that proves God's yeah. alive. Because that's happened in your life for sure. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> Not unless I call lefty and righty. Nice. They're twins. Paul Malone, Angela. <laughs> See? Well, what, another thing that came out on Blu-ray last week from when we're filming this show is the new Evil Dead movie. I really enjoyed it. You guys mentioned on your first show you no. didn't like it. <laughs> Barbarella, you didn't like it. No, as well. I didn't no. like it. I what, didn't now, like why it. didn't you like it? Um, we, I was just talking about this at dinner tonight. It was pretty gory. It wasn't scary. It wasn't like, oh, she's gonna go out in the woods. What happened? I, it, it was just there was all this guts and gore, and it was gory. It wasn't scary. I thought to myself during that, did Rob Zombie drug this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, wait, Cherry Moon wasn't in it. <laughs> right, that's right. She wasn't in it playing the no. lead role. And it didn't jump around as much as this show's doing right it now. It did, it did, however, from the fir- the original, it had somewhat more of a storyline of why they were out in the woods. Well, why were they all out there with, like, nothing, you know? Because the chick from Suburgatory's got a, a, a <laughs> Right, she's addiction. got a drug addiction that she's trying to kick, whereas the the old one, but wait, wait, the I original... Wait, wait, I drug addiction, too, if on Suburgatory I looked as I looked <laughs> older than my father. No, I mean, no. that, that, that chick looks like she's 40 years old, and the father looks like he's in his early 20s. <laughs> and that put her in that film was the number one reason I hated it. And then all That's this, her brother, though, not her father. That's her father. On no, no, on Suburgatory. Suburgatory, the TV show. It's a TV show that follows the middle The TV one. show on ABC, which is ABC's owned by Disney. Oh, oh nice. So oh, there you go. <laughs> so you do like Disney Bassett. No, I hate that show. <laughs> I hate Suburgatory. I hate that lead actress. I hate her in Evil Dead. I think she's a terrible Anyhow, actor. there's a story about why they were all out there, which I thought nowadays that, because that, like, we were talking about we're watching it on VHS. It's just they were went up to the woods, and it was like, why, why they go up to the woods? Why can't we just go up to the woods and have sex? Well, because when you're a little kid watching, why? Well, how old yeah. were we when we watched that? Twelve? Yeah. Because like you had absentee 12. parents. No, my dad was sitting there right there with us when we were watching it. Well, We'd we go- already know he was well, a model citizen. I know, but you know. Okay, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, that's, that's like putting four fingers. <laughs> in Pharaoh? In Pharaoh. <laughs> But she actually got nine in there. <laughs> Should be a guest upcoming. No. Yeah. But uh, the reason why that's I like the, that was that's heard about in the Lost. Yeah, the Lost shift, Graveyard yeah. Shift. Yeah, that's the tape. But the, the reason why I liked the Evil Dead remake is I thought it was a cool take on it. It was a new take. They didn't really follow any of the original storyline or anything like that. And the cool thing there about were, the Blu-ray... There were elements to it. Elements. Yeah. But see, the cool thing about the Blu-ray is they, they talk about and interview Bruce on how Bruce was against it, didn't want nothing to do with it, and was doing everything to get it stopped from being made until they took the Ash character out. And then he was all for it. And then he signed that paycheck they yep. gave him for some bullshit <laughs> producer position. Yeah. You know? yep. And then he did some publicity stunt on YouTube and on the internet about how you'll be the first to see the movie. Yeah, well, you can be the first person in the country disappointed by it. Oh, man. Well, I've, you're going to find out later in this show why Bruce Campbell is not a, just a favorite of Bassif. There's a lot of heat and a lot of bad shit that went down. I'm hoping to hear... Uh, the whole story. I don't later. think there's enough t- 
time in a show to explain why he is such a well just how about the first meeting though we'll get into that at least your first meeting with him at flashback that's an awesome story so you're jumping right into convention oh no no i'm teasing it i'm teasing it that's all just teasing it book (laughs) book that's all he said was book now in our toy news segment this is going to be cool for all How you guys you who did not go to San Diego Comic-Con and uh, see what was revealed. There's a lot of cool stuff. I've got some nice notes here. Bassib's got some nice notes there. But first, before we get into that, we're going to talk about pre-orders from Graveyard Records. Oh, geez. Now I actually have to be serious for a moment. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, Nika Toys is going to be coming out with a RoboCop Ed 209. Uh, an awesome, awesome piece, approximately 10 inches tall, articulated head, legs and s- that slide up and down, pop-out rocket launcher, posable cannon, canyon, cannon, canyon? Cannon. Cannon, cannon. that's it, trying to get those words out. Cannon arms, it also uh, has a few canyon sound chips. Canyon arms, yeah. <laughs> cannon arms, there we go. Uh, it's also got a sound chip in there that's going to have the gut, guttural metal grunts. What's that? That's easy. Freeze. <laughs> this is the warning message, yes. It has the weapon sound. It has the hydraulic sounds. And then the all-important guttural metal grud. I think you, grud? How about next time, don't write the technical notes and just say it in your own words. The problem is I'm still stuck on Walt Disney. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That been, was a monster you created yourself. I haven't been able to get beyond the fact that Walt Disney is... Do you know RoboCop was an original version? They raped children. Nice. Now, do you, now, let me ask you this, though. Do you think the Ed 209 will sell? Because oh, all the RoboCop... Okay, but everything in that RoboCop line has just plummeted and been... They're, they're doing a very shelf. They're doing a very limited edition or very small production run. That's only going to be in a couple thousands. Um, the piece is actually already sold out in pre-order from Nika Toys. So uh, vendors that had ordered, if you needed to get more, you're pretty much ass out. They did that with the Toys R Us exclusive too. The glow in the dark one. Yeah, it came out last year, and you can still find. Well, it's not you know Toys R Us. It's just doing a piss poor job of marketing, I guess. I don't know. I th- I think this is going to be an epic failure by Nika Toys. Oh, well, I hope not. Yeah, for graveyard's sake, because we ordered a lot of them. (laughs) Um, Also, Nightmare on Elm Street Series 4 is going to be coming out uh, from Freddy's Dead. There's going to be a human version of Freddy and then the crispy critter that we all know and love. Um, The crispy critter version of Freddy is going to come with a power glove. It's got a brand new head sculpt, um, removable hat, a few other accessories. The human side of Freddy, or, you know, Freddy Krueger pre-burn, um, is going to have... Um, Springwood Slasher. Yeah. Well, he'll have his human form. The glove will be on his right hand. He'll have an unburnt left hand, also a removable hat. And uh, just in general, it'll be the first time fans and collectors can get their hands on a uh, you know, pre-burned version of Freddy, unless you got the Comic-Con exclusive from a number of years ago that Nika did. Now, this is going to be a big fan favor with the Power Glove. Because fans have been wanting that for years, including myself. This is the first Freddy's Dead figure they've made, too. They've made multiple figures from every movie except that one. So that's going to be exciting for a lot of people. Yeah, knowing Nika, they'll probably short-pack those. 
so that there's you know instant uh, demand for it, where they should actually overpack that and short pack the human form. Because as Nika didn't learn from their first mistake when they made the uh, 2009 remake figures, they gave you more of the human form and it just sits and is a complete shelf warmer. But Nika did do some uh, pretty good announcements at Comic-Con. They are coming out with a new 8-inch Jason and Freddy. Both are Amigo-style figure with real cloth clothing. And those are going to be uh, available in a, in a clamshell that's actually resealable. So, you know, the collectors and fans can open them up, put them on display, then put them right back into the packaging. It'll be just as good as new. Did, it, did they say what Jason's going to come with? Is the mask removable at all, or is it coming There's with a machete no weapon? I don't, I don't think the mask is going to be removable. No. Is yeah. it still going to hurt the resale value, even if somebody opened it? Because, you know, when you open something and put it back in, it's still not going to be the same. You can open it yeah, and but put it back in exactly like it. Figure was. Figure Toys late last year and early this year released a Mego style eight inch Kiss action figure, and they put actually a zip tie around the top with a Kiss logo in their their logo. So you actually have to cut that open in order to open up the packaging. So that's the way you know hardcore collectors can tell that the item has been opened. Um, if Nika doesn't do that, like uh, Classic TV Toys or Figures.com as they go by, uh, then it's a free-for-all. People will be able to open them and be able to resell them as brand new when they could possibly have been displayed. But regardless, this is Nika's first you know, foray into doing a Mego style or classic figure. Uh, Mego figures were made in the uh, mid to late 70s on into the early 80s. And they did everything from Planet of the Apes, Star Trek, uh, and then famous TV shows like Emergency, and then superheroes and such. Um, unfortunately, the line fell apart, and the company ended up going under, you know, in the mid '80s. But now, 20 some years later, a lot of toy companies are actually trying to revive this, you know, in this style of figures. Also, Nika is going to be releasing uh, Alien Series Two, which is going to consist of three figures. Uh, one of them is from 1979. It's going to have approximately 30 points of articulation and it'll be one of their tallest figures at 9 inches. They're also going to be releasing an alien warrior that is 9 inches tall and will have a wet appearance and a bluish tint or highlights to it. And then I just found out today that the uh, Colonial Marine, which they're calling Sergeant Windrix, is actually a tribute to actually one of the NECA employees who has uh, been very ill lately. Uh, Turns out he actually was a Marine at one point and uh, so they're doing this figure, even though it wasn't uh, you know, part of the movie series or franchise, it's going to be a figure kind of in tribute to their co-worker who's fallen ill. Okay, and he's not wearing a helmet, right? No. Okay, because I, I saw that at all the photos from Comic-Con, and I was like, who the hell is that? Yeah, he's going to come with a number of accessories like a shoulder camera, motion tracker, flamethrower. Uh, but that's been the big question since the announcement is, you know, who the hell is Sergeant Windricks? And it turns out uh, it is an employee of uh, Nika. So it's going to be trivial. something that will become collectible. It sounds kind of cool. It sounds like I might be cool. uh, You know, some people might, you know, want it because of what it is. Uh, other people might not. You know, I think they're going to short pack that figure in the case and give you more of the aliens, which are going to be more popular anyways. But they're well, also going to do a two-pack, which is going to feature a battle-damaged Blue Warrior alien. And then there's going to be a completely new re-sculpt of the Hicks figure, which was available in the original first series. Um, the cool thing with the battle damage is it's got, like, exploding acid blood coming out from parts of the 
the figure of the body, the body of the figure. Yeah, and the entire head is a uh, exploding from a shotgun blast from nice. Hicks's, uh gun. Again, that one will be about nine inches tall, have about 30 different points of articulation, and, uh, you know, it's a nice release uh, that they'll be putting out as a two-pack, and those are supposed to be released uh, about mid-October. Now, they also announced that they're going to be doing an alien uh, Kenner-inspired line from the original figures. Yeah, I don't know all the details yet because Nika hasn't really released that, but, uh, yeah, they're supposed to be basically doing a 18-inch tall figure, and they're going to replicate pretty much what Kenner did. There's even some talk that they're going to replicate the box and include the poster. Really, from the original big-scale figure? Correct. Wow. That'd be pretty awesome. It also saw that because of the success of the Marines for the Aliens Series 1, they're going to be doing a first series of the first film with a, uh, a Dallas and Kane, which a lot of people are excited about. One And supposed to be a Jonesy the Cat somewhere in there, too. I don't know where they're going to fit that in, but that was also on display at Comic-Con. Yeah, the one thing that um, I'm very excited about, and I know a number of other Planet of the Apes fans are excited about, is the... Uh, so far, unreleased or unspoken about line of Planet of the Apes figures that they're going to be doing. Um, sometime in early or mid-2014, we'll start seeing um, those for order. They're going to do pretty much every figure from the five original films, and then there's talk of uh, launching an entire toy line wrapped around uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes and now the new film Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which will uh, be premiering, I believe, in July of 2014. Wow, that's gonna that's even gonna make the older stuff just probably. Well, it could off. it could affect some of the Metacom figures that were released several years ago that are actually fetching you know very big bucks on eBay. Uh, some of those figures that originally sold you know for 20 25 bucks now go for well over a hundred, um, and a number of them are very hard to come by because they also did a number of limited edition or kind of offshoot characters. Nika claims are going to be doing the same thing. And they're going to cover every bit of the uh, ape universe from, you know, very very limited scene characters right on up to the most popular ones. Pretty much what they did with the uh, the Predator series. I mean, they've pretty much recreated a Predator from, you know, of every character of Predator, I should say. Even, you know, Predator that you'd only see on screen for literally a minute or two in the background. They never did Jesse Ventura and they never did Carl Weathers. They only did Arnold Schwarzenegger. Carl Weathers could come down the road because he was done part of the Rocky series. but Which uh, did you know, not to speak off track, just to give you a breath here, do you know that he is doing another Rocky movie? Yeah, it's a spinoff of Apollo Creed's mm-hmm. grandson yeah. Yeah. called Creed. Yeah. And Balboa's going to train him. I, uh, I don't wow. know. Is uh, Sylvester yeah. Stallone that hard up for money? I mean, he, after all, he did the Expendables too. Though, the oh, I mean, one? come on, bullet to the head? I the mean, last one, on. he, the last one he did, I I liked. Bullet to the head. No, when he did when he did the last Rocky. Oh, I was gonna say the last liked. movie Stallone just did because he tried to revive his action career, and that was. I gotta really say this bad. too quickly is that the new movie, his Escape Plan. Yeah. Looks awesome. I will. I well, all of Stallone's minute. movies look awesome in a trailer. Then you go there and you waste the last two. But the story two hours premises of your life. is that he goes around escaping from prisons. Then he finally builds the unescapable prison. Then he gets framed and gets thrown into his own prison that he's got to escape out of. And he gets to escape out of it with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Does he get to pick at Comic Con? Does he possibly get to pick the prison inmates that will then later rape him and toss a salad? I do not go that far. It wasn't a Beyond you know, Scare I, Straight episode. I, I built this prison now while I stock it with the gay men who will rape me. See, see I give you a breath to take a breath. I didn't mean for you to like just yeah, stop projecting your fantasies. Yes, I don't want to hear about your prison fantasies right now. A little disturbing. Sorry, but I've never dropped the soap. I use soft soap. Nice. <laughs> okay. uh, getting, getting back to getting back to some of the new pre-order pieces, or at least what that was announced by Nika Toys at Comic Con. Um, they're also going to be doing a three different quarter scale figures, which are approximately 18 inches tall. They're going to be doing Dark World Thor, so they're going to continue uh, with their Avengers line of figures. They're also going to be doing a battle damaged uh, Iron Man, which is going to be uh, Tony Stark uh, revealed. And then the one quarter scale I can't understand why they would waste their time doing, they're going to do a Dutch from Predators, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his big old machine gun. It's going to be badass. Yeah. Do you have like a price range of what these are going to run? These are going to retail around 100 to $110. Those should be pretty hot, though. But think about it, though. They, they oh, did do gosh. three different heads for the quarter scale Predator. So, they've, actually, they've actually done five quarter scales. No, but from the first movie, they did yeah. three. They did the three Predator from the first movie with three different heads. Yeah. So it's a good companion piece. Yeah, but uh, you know who wants to have a quarter scale, you know, Dutch sitting on their shelf? I mean, eight inch Dutch is selling good, man. Mm-hmm. Predator, Predator looks good, but Dutch, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Eight inch Dutch is selling good. Well, now, now who's, li- now who's living out their fantasy? I want an eight-inch Dutch. <laughs> well, you couldn't handle Dutch. That sounds like oh, you want Dutch's say, eight inches. You, <laughs> I was going to say, could you handle more than eight inches of Dutch? Probably not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Thor is keeper did though. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Thor is going to be released in January 2014. Iron good. Man should be released later this year in about mid-September. And so will Dutch. You'll be able to get your Dutch fantasy on in December of 2013. Um, also, they're going to be releasing uh, the Series 2 of Kick-Ass figures. I don't really want to talk about those. I think they're pathetically a waste of time. If you're a fan, great, but I thought the movie sucked. And then to have, um, you know, what's his name, uh, Woody bitching and moaning about the violence in this film. Uh, the, the film should just be scrapped. It wouldn't be a loss. J- Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey is the one all pissing and moaning about the violence in the second movie, but he did it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing about it, is he does this movie and then protests the movie for being so violent. Yeah, but I just was thinking, for some reason, uh, Woody Harrelson. Wow. That's, that's a big mistake. Yeah, that's... Okay, slow down. That's a lot of notes and not slow accurate down. research. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> okay, well then back on to toys. <laughs> uh, Nick is also going to be releasing uh, this July. Well, we're actually almost halfway through July and it hasn't been released yet, but the 1966 Batman should be coming in very soon. So if you haven't pre-ordered yours, get into Graveyard, get on the Graveyard website, get it while you can. That 66 Batman is awesome looking, classic style, looks just like uh, Adam West. You know, hands down one of the best uh, 1966 Batmans I've seen. And they revealed they're going to be doing a Burt Ward Robin next year. Correct. That'll be out uh, late, mid to late 2014. 
And then, obviously, with Michael Keaton being released in August as an 18-inch, there will also be a uh, Nicholson Joker coming later in 2014. Oh, that'll be badass. If they do as good of a job as they did on the Keaton, yeah, it's going to rock. I mean, you know, Batman, to me, is interchangeable. It doesn't matter if it's Val Kilmer. It doesn't matter if it's Michael Keaton or any of the others that they've stuck in there. Um, but the Jokers have always been very... You know, those are the ones you watch. Those are the that's the best part of the film. I like Mr. Freeze. You fools and Well, you like Dutch, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> also real quickly to go over some new items that Graveyard Records got in, you just got in a handful of vintage pieces. Um Farrah Fawcett died, you know, a couple of years ago, but anal cancer. Sorry. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Well, I know it was cancer. I didn't know it was, it was anal it was cancer. cancer. Okay. Well, I guess uh oh well. Tipper O'Neill was going to turn you old. <laughs> it wasn't Tipper O'Neill. Who the hell Tipper O'Neill was married to... Tatum. I, I, I Tatum. No, Tatum O'Neill is the, the daughter of the so, guy that was Billy okay. and Farrah. <laughs> okay. We need to get up on our 70s culture here. It doesn't matter. She's dead. She's, <laughs> let's face it. Charlie's Angels is maggot meat. So... Ooh. 1977 Migo Toys released a, a released a, a Farrah Fawcett doll. You know, hey, I'm not a big fan of Farrah Fawcett, but the doll looks damn good. It looks great in the cabinet in its original box. And there's enough <laughs> there's enough old parts like myself. Sorry, you're that, in the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was the worst thing that ever happened to Teen Mom, but anyways. Um, <laughs> or the best thing, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> One of the best things, I hope those berries on her ass cleared up. Oh, I boy. hope Farrah's box is better than the new Farrah's box. I would take that maggot-filled box before I put it in the new Farrah. Teen Slut Mom. Anyways, you know, if anybody's going to go and do a porno, let it be... Um, the blonde haired chick with the, the fucking mentally challenged boyfriend. Macy. What was his name? <laughs> Macy was the what, what was Macy's boyfriend's name? Oh, the guy who looked like he had Down syndrome? Yeah. I don't remember. What, is, what the hell is his name? Carl or? I don't know. Kyle. 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 Uh, my name's Kyle. I'm meant to the challenge. Bassett likes the, the trashy white trash girls. That's what hey, that's what reality TV is all about. That's why you'll never see a reality show coming out of graveyard. That's for damn sure because we aren't going to act like we're uh, doing reality. This is our reality, <laughs> and it's a sad commentary on on this world. Uh, but getting back to new releases, Graveyard uh, just got in the you know ultra ultra hot ultra hard to come by Comic Con. It's ultra ultra. This <laughs> hey, is, this is cool. I gotta give this is. It's a pinnacle piece. It is. I, <laughs> I wouldn't even using using the cool. lines from some asshole that we got. Like, you know, where, <laughs> yep. But nope. uh, anyways, it's a it's a the Comic Con video game. Jason is actually really cool. Comes in a replica box of what the video game looked like. Super comes in, NES. Comes in a really kind of, you know, cool packaging with the uh, glow-in-the-dark accessories. The only downside is, you know, the blue color doesn't really look a lot like you would think your standard Jason should be. But it's still an awesome piece. Um, they sold for about 25 bucks at the Comic-Con. They're going for 75 to 80 on eBay. And uh, more than likely, they're just going to keep going. 100 every year. <laughs> no, it's no Graveyard's got it for seventy nine ninety nine. If you would have pre ordered it with us, you would have got it 
for 45 originally and then later 60. Boom, Raven. But that's, but that's the Oops. reason why you need to pre-order at Graveyard because you'll get those special deals. After. Boom goes the dynamite. Yes. Also, there is a new uh, 300 Immortals prop replica mask that just came in. Uh, we also got a very limited number of six shooters, 18-inch figures from Puppet Master. These are limited to only 500. Um, also, the Albino Predator from Nika Toys, which is also a Comic-Con exclusive. And if you're a Batman fan, I'm not, but they are. A lot of Batman figures just came in from Arkham City, Dark Knight. I mean, it's a little weird for a place called Graveyard Records to have Batman stuff, but um, the fans keep coming in. They keep buying it. We'll keep stocking it. And uh, after all, since I have no say in what happens at that store, I just keep peddling and telling you it's I a great product. I just want to say Batman. Batman. Now we'll get back to something <laughs> I really like to talk about, dead things. Uh, also, Graveyard just got in a small number of dead eds that were never released by Nika Toys. And these uh, very limited action figures come with a custom packaging and... Uh, yeah, it's a nice little package. You can open it up. You can display it, much like the uh, Freddy and Jasons that are going to be coming out later this year. You can open this figure up and display it and then put it right back into the packaging. So that does it for all the pre-orders and new releases at Graveyard. Yeah, we'd like to thank the uh, very nice Japanese man that the box fell off the truck for those. So <laughs> Graveyard could stock them. Hey, if Nika, if Nika can't control the product, it's not my fault. If a little man named China Chan comes to me and says, "Hey, you want to stock these?" with a southern with, with a, a southern, southern accent, yeah, he's got a wow. accent. in Japan. Well, if I gave <laughs> if I gave away his real name and what he sounded like, everybody would find out who he is. Wow, it's <laughs> pretty awesome. Okay, Jackie Chan. <laughs> well, one of the coolest things they had at Comic Con, which I don't know if they're ever going to really release or if they just put it on display, was the Thermal Vision Dutch. Which I thought that was badass. It's pretty translucent. It's got real bright fluorescent colors, just like you'd see in Predator Vision. But uh, that was one thing that was out there. I thought that would have been badass if they release it. They're going to be doing more Kenner-inspired Predators, which I believe Graveyard's going to be getting those as well. Oh, yeah. Series 10. Yep, Series 10. And, and any you know, we also have a number of the uh, earlier series. Actually, the only series I think we're sold out of right now is Series 6. What would that consist of? Series 6? Yeah. Hell, I don't know. That's long ago. Predators. It was Predators. Now <laughs> said. You know, it's just like um, Cheech Marin says at the beginning of uh, Dust to Dawn. You forgot. No, I just trying to think if I, just trying to think if I actually This is what he said. Listen. <laughs> Okay, we got big pussy, small pussy, fat pussy, round pussy, 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 pussy. Well, at Graveyard, we have predator, predator, predator. We've got big predator. We've got small predator. We've got 12-inch predator. We've got 8-inch predator. We've got 18-inch predator. I wish I had 18-inch predator. You wish you had 8-inch predator. I'd be happy with an 8-inch predator. Oh, one of the new uh, cool things, too, is the new series of Gremlins and Mogwais. I'm not too big on the Mogwais, but the Gremlins are pretty cool. They're going to be doing a uh, machine gun mohawk. They're going to be doing Greta, finally. The Warner Brothers Gremlin from uh, Gremlins 2 had the Warner Brothers logo on it. And then the Wicked Witch Gremlin that's all melted. But the coolest one they're doing, which they didn't have on display at Comic-Con, is the Spider Gremlin. That thing is awesome. 
I saw that. That thing's about 10 inches in diameter, stands uh, nearly nine inches tall. Unfortunately, when those ship, they're gonna be in pieces, so you will have to open up the box to assemble it, but it might just be worth uh, So then you have to buy time. two, you have to buy one for the box, one to assemble. Hey, that guy, the guys at Graveyard would probably appreciate that. <laughs> buy one to save, buy one to open. You know, yeah. one of the other things too, new at Comic at the wrestling figures too. Are big. Yeah, they have Real a lot guys. of cool. Mattel's putting out some real cool pieces, man. Awesome. We've got a flashback Brock Lesnar, shiny, awesome. undisputed title. The uh, released images of the newest elites coming out. There's gonna be a lot of cool shit coming from Mattel. The, the Shield ones look good. The yep. Ziggler, the, the Paul uh, Heyman ones look good, and you know. Yeah, Diamond Select's coming out with a lot of cool stuff, too. They got uh, Series 2 of the Monsters figures finally coming out. They got a Hot Rod Grandpa, Hot Rod Herman, and a Hot Rod Lily, which is supposed to come out next month. And they're also doing uh, Spike Staircase. Really? Really? Yep. And there's there's awesome. photos actually up on the Graveyard Facebook page in, uh, I believe it's in the album for upcoming releases 2014. There's photos of all the... Uh, uh, Monsters figures and uh, a handful of photos so of Spike. So Graveyard will have the Monsters figures that he was just talking about. More than likely, they'll stock them, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be doing some more uh, Universal Selects, too. they got a Jekyll and Hyde coming out. they got a Van Helsing, a Hunchback, a new creature, which looks a hell of a lot better. And then uh, Toys R Us is going to have an exclusive for Mole Man, which I don't know why they chose that. Why does Toys R Us get, ever get exclusives? Yeah. And then they got the Series 4 of the Retro Amigos, which is uh, this Island Earth and Phantom of the Opera, which this Island Earth, that looks pretty badass. Did you see that, Massive? Yeah, it looks good. I'm going to try to get some photos up on the Graveyard Facebook page. Well, actually, the photos of all those toys are actually on the Facebook page for Graveyard, um, and I'll see if we can get those up on the uh, Graveyard Shift Facebook page in the next day or two. Now, for McFarlane, they had Walking Dead Series 4 up. So you could see first loose images of the finished product and the uh, Dixon Brothers 2-pack. Where a lot of people's questions were answered that the Daryl figure does have a new head scan. So I don't know, you think that'll still affect the value of Series 1? Yeah. Because anybody who couldn't afford the original Series 1 will just pick up this one, which is obviously going to be cheaper you know, at first. Eventually it'll go up. But it's uh, forever affected the price of the original Daryl. Unless you're a completist and have to have every single figure and every version of it, the price is going to drop. And the prices have already dropped. I mean, around Christmas time, you couldn't touch a Daryl for less than two fifty, two seventy-five. Today, you can probably pick it up. Well, I've seen guys selling them on eBay for one hundred fifty bucks. Mezco's coming out with some pretty cool stuff. Uh, most of it's all Living Dead dolls. They got a Living Dead doll Chucky and Tiffany two-pack. To where the Chucky's got a different sculpted head. It isn't much different. It's just the mouth is closed instead of open. So that was kind of... Yeah, the first gay. Chucky doll that they did didn't sell very well. No. They're doing a, a Samara from the ring. Doing a two-pack of uh, Norman Bates. And, uh, and that won't sell. Yeah, black and white. And then they're doing a color and black and white Dracula. Which I don't know, is, is that just going to be a website exclusive probably? For black, black and white, white, yeah. Black and white will be a website exclusive to Mezco Toys. They'll probably end up having damn near a $100 price tag on it. That's what they did with the uh, black and white uh, Frankenstein. Um, 
But the color one will be available. But you know, the problem with the color one is, you know, unless Ted Turner got his hands on it, that's not the way we saw Dracula. Dracula was done in black and white. But and they're going to uh, going to do that fourteen inch Chucky too. Yeah, but did, did, just from what pretty I've much seen, like the sideshow one. Yeah, but the sideshow one's got a better head sculpt. Yeah, I I think so too, and I I just don't know why these companies just keep taking everyone else's ideas. You know, do do something else, do something original. Stop rehashing the same figure and over maybe, and over and over. It's possible over. that the toy companies are somewhere related to the movie industry. I was just going to say, gee, <laughs> you know, deja vu. Hey, look, Sideshow released a 16-inch Chucky. Hey, let's wait seven years and we'll release our own Chucky. Maybe, you know, next thing you know, Mezco Toys will actually be able to release a life-size Chucky. Hmm. Nice. Well, hey, if you can... Which Sideshow... I just wanted my buddy doll. And Sideshow released <laughs> a life-size Chucky, which Graveyard Records does have. Yeah, but it's... Got a ridiculous price but tag on it. Forget your kids' scholarship money or any money you're saved for college. You want to put it this way: if you're going to buy a car, you get your choice. <laughs> you could just have a beater, Nova, maybe even a old rusty Mazda. But no, you can have a Chucky doll in your living room. That'll impress the chicks. Yeah. Wow, my new boyfriend, I just met this guy at the bar the other day. He plays with dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what every woman wants to go home with. Hey, I'm not, not condoning, you know. I, I personally say get rid of her. Because if she's making fun of your toys, that's not a woman you want to love. Because that woman will end up making you put all your toys in the basement, the garage, or the closet when you or do marry attic. her. Or the attic. And you yep. don't have to sell them off. Or even worse yet, she'll make you sell them off because, well, you know, come on, you're a big boy. You need to grow up. That's the woman you do not marry. Not but if you want to ruin your just life. just have your kiss pinball. Get up! <laughs> That's if you can afford a kiss pinball, you know, and avoid buying marijuana. Oh. A cycle from Chicago. Hey, I can't believe it. He actually got one. 250 bones. Yeah, but he'll spend another 2000 to get it up and running and make it look good. And in the meantime, he could have easily paid 2200 on uh, eBay and got one. He's still in your shadows, Bassoff, that's all. He's trying to be the big Bassoff. Everybody's in my shadow. <laughs> well, you can't help it. <laughs> and, sometimes, and sometimes I'll even leave some chemtrails, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. For you, those of you who do not know what chemtrails is, I dare you to pick up what I drop. Uh, oh. <laughs> on snack packs <laughs> or snack packs we'll get to that in a later podcast I have poor cleaner at that hotel so hey, real quick we have a mail call we got a mail call mail call mail girl Barbarella this is your spot your segment your time to shine excellent before I start I'd like to clarify something with Bassif um, Amanda Bynes is not Disney, bitch. She's Nickelodeon. Ooh, oh, face. Take it back. Face. Ooh, ooh. How you like them ears, Take bitch? Take that, Jack and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's also Nickelodeon? I know. <laughs> okay, oh, just checking. Just checking. I had to clarify because, you know, she was a teen star, but no, right please, here. Please, if you make a mistake, please uh, go to our Facebook page. <laughs> see, no, no, no. See, because I didn't want to get all the hate mail about it, so apologize to the mouse. Okay, this is a two question, one question. Two happening. Not happening. It's for our male girl only, and then the second question will be for everybody. Wait, let me stop you before you go any further. 
those of you who are listening to us, go to our Facebook page. Send us questions. We'll answer any question you have. Send us a question at Facebook, at our Facebook page uh, for uh, the Graveyard Shift. A male girl, Barbarella here, will answer it. doesn't matter what the question is. She will answer it. There was one already on there. It was from Amy. And yes, Amy, you can come on the show anytime you'd like. She asked if she could come on. It's actually really honest. Really? Like, aww. Yeah. So, anyways, the first question was sent. This is for the male girl only. Then there's male girl only. Okay. If you could have sex with any horror villain, who would it be? (gasps) Oh my god. Oh, that's that's. It's Pinhead. No. But you could choose some silver screen era, seventies, eighties, nineties, or two thousands. Really, like when you say that, the first thing that comes to mind is Michael Myers. I okay. don't know why he just scares the shit out of me. Why not Frankenstein? Because he know. has an appendage just... that could be changed. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, Doctor Frankenstein could give, him a, could give him a bigger one. Could give him a smaller one. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. I was thinking Chucky. You no, I. Is that be feeding into your midget fantasy? <laughs> you know, like what, like you know how? What do they say? There's that line between love and hate, horror and lust. So I Michael think that's, Myers would be Yeah, I would probably have to. And this is a, a serious one, too. Is, uh, if you could have any one Wait, figure... Wait, is this, is this still... Ross, oh, okay. Um, if you could have any figure or collectible, what would it be? Kind of like the old genie wish. If you could have one that you don't have, what would it be? And silence falls over the room. <laughs> well, <laughs> just that's thinking a question on the spot. But, uh, There's a collectible that I want, but I'm not allowed to purchase it because I would take it out of the box. Okay, well, what would it be? If you it would one? be the fishbowl uh, crow figure set. Draven, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Are you are you like our old co-host? Free, free them from their plastic prisons? Yes. With yeah. that piece, she can. No, 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 no. She can do it. She I can buy two. I'm not allowed to. No, However, as far as collectibles, I you know I don't. I've got a few, but I go to graveyard to look at them. Oh, oh, oh. All her collectibles are from Disney. You could have one. Uh, one for me, probably going back to my childhood, would be a min on card Panthro from Thundercats. Wow. If I could have anything, it'd be that. Mine would be, and, and I keep seeing it all the time, is that, that fucking G.I. Joe plane, that <laughs> aircraft carrier. That thing is just awesome. It's so expensive. I saw that on, on he had it on Toy Hunter where he ended up buying one. Six thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean it is it's a beastly piece. But that piece is currently for sale too. For six thousand dollars. The guy who bought it doesn't want it anymore. Really? The same was the same guy from the show? Yes. And he is located in the Milwaukee area and the piece is for sale. He did it just for the publicity being on TV. Are you serious? So that cost six thousand dollars. He spent six six thousand dollars. Just so he could get his mug on TV. He's a really nice guy. He's a, he's, he's about a, 35. You can find a full complete. Yeah. Still in box for around three to 35. No, he's a, he's a friend of Graveyard's. Comes in the shop every so often. Really? And when he came in, we talked to him extensively about it. And, uh, yeah, he said he flat out did it just to be on TV. And I said, hey, they didn't even mention your name or the business that he runs. And he said he didn't care because those who know him would see him on there, and that's all he cared about. Wow. I then asked him if you know he was embarrassed for being on such a douchebag show, um, and he said he didn't care because he was on TV. And I said, "Well, there's Jordan from Toy Hunter. Come on, anytime. Really. There's there's plenty of ways you can get on TV. <laughs> I mean, or a newspaper or anything like that, without having to sell your soul to Jordan the Toy Hunter. Anyway, or, and or Jordan so now, the light loaf. The piece that you'd want it because you've got so much stuff. 
I got it. Be, interesting. What's the one pinnacle what's piece? What's the one pinnacle piece? It's got to be something. That you never... That's still out there. The the only thing... It's not even a toy. I want a creature, a Black Lagoon pinball machine. That counts. That counts. But I got the piece I really wanted years ago when I got the Guns N' Roses pinball machine. Well, I remember that. Because that is extru- that's as hard or even harder to get than a creature just because of the subject matter... And I've got an R-rated version, so she shows her tits at the end. Well, right. But her uh, breasts are—you see her breasts really nice, but the nipples are covered up by the numbers. But regardless, it's the R-rated version, which is very few of those are floating around. And then the other video game that was always awesome to have was Narc, because you get to shoot hookers, killer clowns, serial killers. You get to drive a kick-ass Corvette or what looks like the Corvette, and I got one with a blood chip in it. So it's just a bloodbath. And if you think. Uh, Evil Dead was a bloodbath? Nah. <laughs> Narc, Narc puts sen- it to shame. And that sensitivity was passive. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like hookers or prostitutes. I'm, I'm your friend. You know, since passive is telling you know a little bit of backstory, how about a moment in history with passive again? I like it. Let's do it. They suck. That's what <laughs> <laughs> And the reason I say they suck is they have become their own best cover band. You want to go see a cover band of Kiss? Well, by all means, line up and pay your couple hundred bucks well, for that, a ticket and see the original Gene Simmons, the original Paul Stanley. That kind of rolls in the convention and news. And two imposters. Yeah. That kind of rolls right in the convention news now yeah, because... Because Gene's going to be doing a convention. Ace Freely is uh, going to be coming If you want to call what Gene's doing as a convention... <laughs> there you go. I mean, I love the man. He is my father... I've learned everything I know about him He's a from, from another mother. From yes. I've learned everything f- about business from him. I've learned everything about making love to a woman by him. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, that's a 14-year-old boy. I take, that, I take that back because after seeing Gene Simmons' porno, even I don't screw that bad. Do you, you know how cool that is? And I'm a with no rhythm. He can... He can... He shares a room with this guy at a convention. Most pompous-ass guy in the world. We're not going to name him. And, you know, he always thinks he's above everybody. What does Bassett do? He goes ahead and brings Gene Simmons up to the room to sign some stuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. That's true. And the guy uh, never believed it. He's 19, like, oh, Gene. 1995, Chicago, Illinois. I've met Gene. And no, I've, met a, I've met Gene many, many times over the years. That's why I love the man. He taught me everything I know. Uh, I run into him in the hallway because we happen to be staying on the same floor he was. This, like you said, was this pompous prick sitting in the hotel room in his in his pajamas, in bed with the sheets up to his neck, watching. I don't know if it was Jay Leno or what the hell Tonight Show type shit he was watching because this was a, a Friday night. I bring Gene Simmons into our hotel room to sign a bunch of stuff for me. This is back before gross. Gene Simmons charged his fans to sign shit. This is when Gene was nice. And there is there is. The pompous prick himself, sitting in bed in his pajamas, and Gene walks in and says hi to him, and he goes, Gene Simmons. And I said, don't mind him, Gene. He's mentally retarded. He's just going to sign. Gene's going to sign some stuff in it. And while Gene signed about two dozen items that I have now laid out on my bed, pompous prick sits there going, and I looked at him and I said, Gene, thanks for signing everything. Cool. Shook hands. He walked out, closed the door, thanked him again, turned around, looked at the pompous prick, and he says, how did you do that? 
and I said, I told you, I know Gene Simmons. Enough said. <laughs> That's it. The be- that was the your best moment thing in history. Was, no, no, no. Oh, wait, two, it goes moment on. Moment two in history oh. was the night that, the, the morning that Pompous Prick got to meet Paul Stanley. And if you thought he was a stammering retard when he met Gene, that was he froze up, eyes bugged out, jaw dropped to the ground, and we're walking down the hallway, and through this, these bushes, I can see Paul is coming directly our way. Again, not to brag, but I've met these guys many, many times. If you know the Bassa, if you know how big and ugly I am, I'm not hard to remember. You'll remember meeting me. You might not enjoy it, but you'll remember it. And I, or I've smell met, it. Or smell it. And I, I, I had met Paul numerous times by this point. And as we came around the corner, I said, hey, Paul. He took one look at me. He says, hey, how's it going? Shook his hand. I says, I want to introduce you to the biggest Paul Stanley fan that there is in this building. And Pompous Prick looked at him and went, and I said again to Paul, I, I, I'm really sorry, but he's mentally challenged. And we walked off. And then he's like, oh, how could you do that to me? He could actually form words after he walked past Paul Stanley, but not while he was in front of Paul Stanley. So, Pompous Prick, we love you. You know who you are. And he also said male girl wanted to sleep with him, too, amongst the other girls that wanted to sleep with him. Everybody wanted to sleep with Pompous Prick. Oh, a little yeah. Last year, I just wanted to throw you in the bus on this show. I forgot I wasn't part of the history there. But you uh, you know him, and oh, you know, he said you wanted to sleep with him. So. Yeah, that no. was Famous Moments with Kiss and Bassett. Anyway, two. back to the show. <laughs> I just want to get real quick into convention news. Wizard World Chicago, August 8th through the 11th, there was a couple cancellations. Michael Rooker, Sarah Wayne Cayley's from The Walking Dead is canceled due to filming. Henry Winkler is canceled due to filming. Hey! And uh, Dennis O'Hare from, uh, I believe, True Blood canceled. For a flashback weekend, August 9th through 11th in Chicago, going across the street from Wizard. Um... The only addition there was Danny Glover. Danny Glover is going to be there from Lethal Weapon, What's up, Predator Two. You guys going to meet Danny Glover? Uh, no. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ! Well, I got excited. I thought it was Morgan Freeman, and I realized it's not. Real simple. Danny Glover. I like him as an actor. I can't stand his politics, so I don't even want to meet the clown. Um, not to say my politics are any better. Um, but at least I'm very vocal about screw you, Danny Glover. Um, a true believer in the purge over here. Wow. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> no, Danny Glover would be a nice guy to meet, but I can just imagine with the way prices are getting, it's going to be utterly ridiculous. Forty bucks. He's probably going to be forty or fifty bucks because you know the promoters of, of Flashback have got to get the money they spent to bring him in there. Why they spent the, the amount of money they probably did to bring him in, I don't understand. He's not a horror guy. But then again, I guess Flashback Weekend is not really about horror, unlike some of the other conventions like Horror Hound and that. But, you know, I think a lot of fans are going to walk away disappointed. If you're a guy who's been going to conventions for years and you're used to walking up and paying, say, 20 25 bucks for an autograph and then getting those few minutes to talk to the star, get a photo with them, and share that moment, let's say, you're going to walk away from Danny Glover disappointed, much as we saw people walking away from... Um, you know, horse face there in uh, in Indianapolis. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. You know, that horse face. Horse face. That horse face there is charging forty bucks for an autograph. Yeah, ten bucks. Ten bucks to take a photo with them. And it's like you know, and then the guy when you sit next to him, he doesn't even want to acknowledge that you're there. 
And, you know, it just wasn't a pleasurable the experience. Like he was repulsed by you. Well, you, <laughs> like you just wanted you well, away from first him. off, the guy looks mentally retarded, regardless of whether he's smiling or not. And, and we think he is, you know, water on the brain from the motorcycle accident. But, um, you know, you just spent $50 that you probably worked at least a couple hours for, or, or four or five hours for. He made this in 30 seconds and doesn't even have the decency to, to say hi to you or much less smile for the camera. You know, whatever. Fuck well, you, Gary. I won Apprentice. <laughs> yeah, I know I won. Yeah. He's about as bad as having freaking incredible see, bulk he, on there going, I only gave 110%. Mike, no, let's not stop talking about Lou Frigno. Oh. Hey, I can make fun of Lou Frigno all I fucking want. He can't hear me. <laughs> hey, Lou Frigno, this is for you. Fuck off. Um, you can't read my lips. It's internet radio, dickhead. But anyways, uh, Danny Glover, he's going to... You know, dis- disappoint a lot of people. I'd rather see the anti sem- semi um, anti Semitic, whatever the hell that guy oh, is. Yeah. That's English. What, what, fuck, <laughs> him. <laughs> fuck, fuck him. No, Mel Gib- I'd rather meet Mel Gibson because at least you know I agree with some of the things he says. Whoa. Wow, I'm not talking about the anti Semitic shit. Some of his other things he said. Like what? Wanting to beat his wife and shit like that? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta put them in their place. No. Wow. No, I take that back. I take that back. No. He's a she good must actor. must have been a Disney fan. <laughs> well, you know, if, if, Mel, if Mel gets as pissed as I do when my wife comes home with a Disney video, well, then she got what she deserved. No, I take that back. So when we read the headline in Orlando that. Minnie Mouse got gorilla stomped by Big Man. <laughs> <laughs> Big Harry Wilbur. Yeah. But no, I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed meeting Danny Glover. I mean, I'm sure he'll be very personable, very nice as he puts his hand out to take that 50 bucks from you. <laughs> you know, hey, I can be nice to you too if you want to buy my affection. A Horrorhound weekend, September 6th. Is that some devil's cake and uh, some Yeah, pretty pepper. much. Give him chocolate and he's happy. That's what I got. American classics. Gourmet devil cake. He's got like a loaf of devil cake. And now don't ever, don't anybody ever say that I'm an anti-Semitic or a racist or anything. I bought this from a... uh, Just stop. Just stop now. I bought this from an Arab guy at the gas station. (laughs) I donated to the the Taliban. Oh, jeez. So... I was just going to ask if it was kosher. (laughs) Hell, I don't know. It's chocolate. Devil's food cake. (laughs) Gourmet. If I Somebody if I had, if I had my glasses, right I'd yeah. actually see how many calories this thing is going to kill me with. <laughs> but you you know it's you know it's been it's American made when it says taste the best. <laughs> That's why Bassett ain't going to eat it now because he'll be in a diabetic coma. Yeah, won't be able to finish his, the show after he eats his loaf of devil's food. Mm. Anyway, Horror Hound Weekend, September sixth, eighth, Indianapolis. Uh, only addition there was Robert Russler from. Um, Sometimes they come back. He was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. He's a real cool personal guy. I'll probably meet him. You got any interest there, Bass, if you're going to be at that show? I don't even know who the hell he is. You've never seen Sometimes They Come Back? I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you who the hell he he's was. He's the main character. Wow, that was a memorable role he had. I think he's going to do really well at this convention. <laughs> Next, <right>. Next is <laughs> Days at a Dead Chicago. 
November fifteenth to the seventeenth. Yes. Now this is a show. This is Danny the show Trail, looking, baby. This is it. This is the show I'm this looking one forward to. Says I'm gonna go, but I will have my stuff together and I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Nacho Libre. Yeah, I, I, my <laughs> that's that's break, if your that's if your nachos don't get cold. My no dinero. My homebrew. I will find your a homebrew. <laughs> But as Bassif has said on a series, no, Danny's a very cool guy. I'm yes, Danny's an awesome guy. I'm looking forward to it, and the movie will be out. So of course he's a midget when he stands next to me, but <laughs> oh. I, I still believe he could kick my ass. No, wait, I know he could kick my ass. Yeah, he's freely from Kiss will be there, charging his ridiculous fees. What do you think that the? Let me, wait, 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 wait! I'm sitting at a wooden table that's got more personality than Ace Freely does. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Going back, we're going to have another kiss moment. <laughs> kiss moment in episode two. This is a kiss moment. Three. This you know, we should have like a theme to that. Kiss moment. No, no, I got to say this. Get up. Everybody going to get your seat. Get down. Kiss moment with Bessive and me. Anyways, I got to say one thing about Ace Freely. He was and used to be the most incredible guy to his fans. He always took time. To take, uh, or I shouldn't say take photos. He never let fans take photos of him, at least from afar. Um, but he always took time to sign autographs. He signed a ton of stuff for me over the years. In- incredible, incredible guy. Stoned out of his mind, drunk out of his mind, uh, just got done banging some hot blonde. It doesn't matter. He always took time for the fans. Now he's completely clean and sober, touring around the country with his now clean and sober um, kindergarten group of musicians. Um, and who are afraid of you? At least the bass player they was. They should be afraid of me. But you know, he's got guys that were in kindergarten or not even born when he was playing with Kiss that are now his backing band. Um, I'm glad he's clean and sober, but I don't like the man that he is. Because if that's the case, Ace, I got a nickel bag for you, and here's a bottle of booze. Because you were so much cooler to the fans and so much nicer to us back when you were drunk and stoned. Um, now you've got nothing but a band of leeches leeching off your ass, trying to collect money from you, charging ridiculous prices to meet you, charging to take photos. I mean, I fully understand when you say, hey, I'm going to charge $500 to sign a guitar because your fans are going out there and they're reselling it and they're making thousands. But it's just ridiculous the way, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm critical. <laughs> Get over it. You're going to learn that really quick on this show. I was just waiting to hear, it's it, cold gin time. How many guitars did you sell again over the years? Three? How many guitars have I owned of his? Many. How many costume pieces have I owned? Many. Have I made a lot of money from him? Hell yeah. But there's a difference. They were cool back then. He's a fan. I was a fan. Hey, Ace Freely was cool to me when I bum-rushed him at his tour bus. Okay? He signed my album for You're free. about the only guy who got a signature that night. <laughs> yeah, or that true. morning, I should say. That's true. And that was because he was still trying to get the sleep out of his eyes. <laughs> From the ridiculous early morning wake up call he had to get onto the next city for a half sold out show. Oh, hey, the truth be told, he was on a casino tour. Give him a break. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any of you guys located in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area who were at the Potawatomi Casino show, if you were sitting next to me, because we were all sitting down, it was that energetic. <laughs> we're all together. If you're familiar with the Potawatomi Casino, you know how it's multiple layers of seating, and you know it's a casino. Let's face it; they want you to sit, drink, spend money. Um, everybody was seated at the show except for about a dozen people at the ring of the stage who were just acting like it was a damn metal show, banging their head, thrusting fists. 
Uh, Ace was obviously scared. He stayed about seven feet, eight feet away from you folks, threw out a couple of guitar picks, went through the motions, didn't even seem like he wanted to be there, and that was obvious by the fact that he ducked out the back door. Again, the great, clean, and sober Ace Freely. Now, had you seen him back in the 90s when he was drunk and stoned, he was tripping all over the stage. Half the time his zipper was open. Yes, I checked. <laughs> there, there is a show at T.A. Burns where his, where his zipper was open and the love gun was hanging out almost. But anyways, he was fun to watch because he fucked up the lines to the songs. He told stupid jokes. That was the old Ace Freely we Take all know. Take that, Tommy Thayer. <laughs> Tommy Thayer. Hey, oh Tommy Thayer's got his own action figure now. Oh, yeah, wow, he's made it in the world. <laughs> so, does, so, does, so does one of the clowns who used to work at Graveyard. He's got his own action figure. Doesn't mean he's made it in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that's right. Come to Graveyard Records and see the Nobilicious Jones action figure. Ooh, it's an awesome action figure. Too bad it's not an awesome person. Wait, I didn't say that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, getting back to Ace Frehley, uh, whatever. <laughs> so the, the so big, do I even ask if you're going to yeah. even stand in line? For... Well, the big thing about Days of the Dead. I'm going to stand in line at Days of the Dead waiting for a urinal. Nice. But I won't be standing in line to meet Ace Freely. But the the really big thing that's going on at Days of the Dead is going to be a full cast for Return of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Beverly Randolph. And that's going to be awesome. Going to get some Tarman figure sign? Of course. I have to. The boss says I have to. Now they're available at Graveyard Records and on the website? Yes, they are. And if you are going to Days of the Dead, stop in the shop. Or if you're one of those few that is online... Order your Tarman figure from Graveyard Records. Mention the Days of the Dead convention and in that you're going to be attending to get it signed, and you will get a 20% discount on your actual oh. figure. Whoa! Ooh, that's like a coupon. Look at that. Is that a code? Graveyard does coupons? Graveyard pulling it out. There it wow. is. I want to see uh, Alan <laughs> Troutman. I want to see a long line of people standing in his line, and when he goes, oh, wow, where'd you get this? You say to him, I got it at Graveyard Records. <laughs> and then he says, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he goes, oh, wait, that was that big sweaty guy that was over here earlier dripping on my table? The guy who stinks with this leather vest he's been wearing? And he smells like ass and cheeseburgers? Wait, 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 wait. You have me mistaken with the clown that runs the place. I don't wear a leather vest. <laughs> I wear a leather thong, but not a leather vest. But no, on a serious the note. The clown who runs the place. <laughs> the last check I got. Bounce. Yeah. Yeah. No, bounce. <laughs> the check is good. The Paul just, Heyman of the collector world. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the, the check was good and all that, but come on, dude, it was missing a couple zeros. Uh, you got a check. Yeah, you got a check. I get felt up. You got fed. <laughs> get asked to leave. Hey, think about the poor girl that works in the shipping department. That girl works her ass off and doesn't get no thanks except for the ad. ad, ad at, exactly. It? No, the ad, 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 admiration. There you go. Spell it out. <laughs> that poor girl Sorry, gets. No. That poor girl gets. Thank so you, much Greenfield ad- High School. <laughs> that was Greenfield High School got to do with this? But anyways, she gets all this admiration for the work that she does on the internet. Your poor and yet, education. And yet, um, she doesn't even get paid. But anyways, that's another story. She gets paid for everything. Order your tar man figure. Else. Go to Days of the Dead, get Alan to sign it, tell him that Graveyard sold it to you. You get 20% off. 
Hell, you never get any percentage off your graveyard. This is your only chance. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a discount ever. Yeah. Well, then you haven't been to their famous It's Not Black Friday sale. That nobody comes to? <laughs> oh, no, because they're not open on Black Friday. <laughs> but if you do come to Free Beer Friday, that's usually pretty fun. Oh, the, the, the cheapskate opens his wallet, buys everybody beer, and you can get liquored up. But don't you get to buy some? Well, the more you drink, the more you hopefully will spend. You know, the more that fifty dollars watch figures fine. Yeah, the more the more action figures. And, yeah, the more action figures and toys start stacking up, the more often the refrigerator door gets opened up. No, I'll buy that Motley Crew shout at the double box. What the hell? <laughs> What's another hundred and fifty dollars? Well, that sucker ain't one hundred and fifty. No, no, that's three hundred bucks for that. Uh, two hundred fifty-six dollars, I believe. Wow. Hey, go up on eBay. You're going to see it up there for the same damn price. So, And you don't have to pay shipping unless you are having it shipped. <laughs> <laughs> that made a lot of sense, but anyway. Hey, we still want to thank our sponsor, Graveyard Records. Yeah, someone thank them, please. <laughs> thank you, Graveyard Records. <laughs> the show. Hey, I'm, <laughs> Movie Maniacs. Hey, I'm thankful for a job. <laughs> Thanks, Graveyard Movie Maniacs. You're the coolest. Is there any more mail? <laughs> yeah, this just in. That fucking stinks. <laughs> Would you like to describe it since we don't have smell vision yet? What, yeah. this ain't the Honey Boo Boo show? <laughs> pick, up, pick up the People magazine and With scratch the scratch and sniff? The scratch and sniff. Yeah, you, can, you, you, too can, you too can smell Mama June's armpit. <laughs> Oh man! The little, the little comes up on the screen. You go scratching it. Oh, Mama June, you need a shower. Did like... you seriously go and do that? Hell no! Oh. I, I he's just... got class. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I don't watch hardcore porn. I don't watch Honey Boo Boo. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> That'll open hey, up that, you know, that's show. Wait, you're right. That's right. Because nobody could rip people off like Les does. The only other person who can rip you off as bad is, uh, what's his name, the goofball from uh, Pawn Stars. Oh, I can't remember. We're utterly amazed that these guys can still stay in business after ripping people off like that. Because that Graveyard Records, we don't treat the customers like that. That's right. We treat the customers <laughs> with respect, and we tell them what their true value is at Graveyard Records. Oh, we tried to. Is that off a cue card? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying for that discount. And then, <laughs> there is such a thing as a next week's show will be sponsored by. <laughs> On our final and discussion of the night. It's already it's over? Yeah. Shit, I haven't gotten halfway through my six pack. Yeah, that's all. Hey, man. Come up with some more material. <laughs> Don't just talk about Disney for the next show. Yeah. yeah just, uh, Disney. Disney. No, because now, now the mailbox will be full of hate mail. Yeah. Our last segment is all about our convention experiences. Over the years, we've done Cinema Wasteland, Flashback Weekend, Horror Hound, Indie, Cincy, Days of the Dead, Indie, Chicago. Dude, if I didn't know better, I'd say you're rich. How can you afford to go all these shows? Hey, I work hard, man. Graveyard Records and Clutch He works something. hard for his money. <laughs> so hard so for in his other words, money. So in other words, you don't sit back and just collect on the government dole from Obama? Mm, not anymore. <laughs> it well, ran out, so I had to get a real job. Oh. 
Well, it's a good thing I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> We've also gone to Monster Mania, Lone Wolf Tattoo Convention, Midwest Horror Fest, Milwaukee Massacre, Zombie Con, oh, Contamination, Mad Monster Party, Hollywood Collector Show, and many others over the years. Again, how the hell do you afford Walk to go to all these shows? Is that the one where that extinct tattoo shop just sent me to do something else so I couldn't go to the convention? <laughs> oh, I think so. I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. All I know is the Milwaukee Massacre <laughs> was a massacre. Draven was, uh, was with me. We got sent to do other details. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. I heard we didn't miss much. That's about as big a promise as that guy offers movie careers. So. <laughs> hey, you could have been on a soap opera, but you blew it. Yeah. One of my favorite shows to go to is always Horror Hound. I love that show. Nacho, I think it's, wait, hold on. Nacho Libre here. Nacho Libre? <laughs> yeah. That That's his new nickname now? He can't remember. I'm El Phantom. Oh, okay. Oh, Phantom. Phantom. Oh. <sighs> that's all fucking oh, no, no, no. The question I got is, El Phantom, have you ever heard about a soap opera being shot in Milwaukee? It, it wasn't shot in Milwaukee. What, when was it? Where was it being shot? Illinois. Where do they? Sh- they don't shoot. It was they for fucking webisodes, dumbass. It was webisodes. They web-a-sonic. shoot soap operas in Port Charles. In- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you watching? Young and the Rest? General <laughs> Hospital. Oh, I just- General <laughs> Hospital. Wow. That's shot in Port Charles. In Port Charles. So next week, we're going to your shit. Soap operas. Yeah, soap operas in fucking Disney. Why am I Where even bringing shot? horror to the fucking table? Where are they shot? Soap opera. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of Disney. Oh, Jesus Christ. Soap opera stars, where are they now? Rick Springfield? He's Jesse's girl. Yeah. Or he wants Jesse's girl. He comes to Potawatomi for four nights out of the year. That's what's you know going what that guy on. Does? You know what that guy does? Because he sells four nights at Potawatomi and he's can't even do a half a night. <laughs> because he sits in his bus all night or all day Just watching porn. Rick Springfield? Yeah, Rick Springfield does nothing but sit in his bus and watch porn. And you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm dead serious. How do you know this? Yeah. This because I know people who used to do concert security and who would work a couple shows, and that's what he was said to have done. He just sits on his bus watching porn all day. You know what I hate? I hate security guards who put sunglasses on and cross their arms <laughs> and think they're badass. Or ride with Axl Rose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, I mean, Axl if you Rose ride with Axl Rose, you're pretty badass. Well, Axl Rose is pretty much an asshole. I asked him to sing Mr. Brownstone, and he said, oh. <laughs> well, he was, he was dancing with Mr. Brownstone. Not I, mean, I, know I bet Brownstone. he was dancing with Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> That's cool. But anyway, so you've attended... So, so, Draven, you have attended many, many... Yes, and, well, we all have. So, one of my favorite shows to go to is Horror Yeah, Well, of course you never remember them. You're fucking drinking PBR, and you're diabetic. <laughs> And you got to have pissing in the pools and stuff. Yeah. I took a bath in the pool. I'm sorry it happened. Walk around naked. Would you like a beer? Yeah. C- <laughs> Cinema Wasteland parties. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will admit that I did pee my pants while sitting in a elevator trying to find my hotel room. But I happened to be in Chicago in a hotel that had like 20 freaking levels. And I couldn't remember what room I had to go to, much less what level I had to go to. And I had to go to the bathroom. 
So you peed yourself? So, well, I had gone swimming in my clothes, so I was still kind of wet from that to begin with. So then I'm standing there, and, I, you know, nature calls, and I, I knew there was a camera in there, so I didn't just want to whip it out. Not that the camera could have seen it. Oh, because it. you know what? He's got some class. He's just not Yeah, so I just pissed my well, pants. Right? <laughs> and I let, it go into my, I let it go into my Adidas. And then at one I point, I, before I walked in. That must be the Target brand. <laughs> no. The I pissed into off. my Adidas. <laughs> Holy crap. No, no, no. These are Walmart, Walmart shoes. Adidas. Uh, Walmart. But before, before I went to the front counter, because it was really cute blonde working, I went to the, to the bath, or to, <laughs> I went to the pool. And there was these two orcas laying in the pool. Because this is about like 9.30 in the morning. Because I had been up all night drinking with a whole bunch of people from the convention. So I went to the pool to take a shower because I couldn't find my hotel room. So I got back into the pool and I was shaking my shoes off with my shoes on, but shaking my shoes in the pool. And a woman says to me, oh my God, I'm going to call security. And I'm like, shut up, bitch. It's not like I pissed in the pool. I'm cleaning my Adidas. Yeah, I was cleaning my Adidas <laughs> in the pool because they were full of piss. Then I went squitch, squitch, squitch to the front counter where this really incredibly beautiful blonde was working. And I told her that I was retarded, drunk, and stupid. She didn't argue. But check out my Adidas. <laughs> check out my sort Adidas. And I asked her if she could get me to my room. And she got me to my room. And we walked up there. And I told her I was really sorry if I smelled like pee. I'm sorry, ma'am. You're really hot. I smell like piss. But check out my Adidas. But check out my Adidas. They're wet. Like me. And you're hot. Anyways, so she got me back to my room, and I got to my room, and in my room, we open up the door, and the overwhelming waft of puke comes out, (laughs) because Nubalicious Jones has gone to the room, because he was sober enough to find the room. He puked from the... Sink in the bathroom, oh. across the toilet, into the shower, and all over the floor. <laughs> he then walked into his room to the room where he fell flat on his face and then puked all over the nightstand, which encompassed the phone and any other oh. stuff that was there. And then all that was spewed across the side of my bed and on the wall. Jesus. And I'm not sure if I was walking in puke or not because my shoes were so wet. And she's like, well, you have a good night, sir. And call I went security, in there. Call security room 312. Crawl into bed. can't miss him. It's the big white guy in his Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some other naked guy in his vomit all over him. probably dead. At least he didn't try to spoon me. <laughs> but anyways. Um, Don't get no puke on my kicks, man. These are my Adidas. <laughs> So I crawled into bed, wet, cold, and shivering because of the air conditioning made it like, the Arctic in there. But it, that's good because I think it kind of put a freezing chill oh, over the puke. <laughs> Went to sleep, and I was only in bed for like five minutes when all of a sudden I heard... <coughs> and I thought, oh, God, he fucking snores. He's alive. Yeah, and that's when I started praying to the man upstairs and said, please take his life now. I understand he's my friend, but you can kill him. That's okay. I don't want to have to deal with this. Somewhere in that morning. Shared a room with the ultimate warrior? <laughs> Jim Helen? Yeah, well, he still he, he smelled a lot like uh, that guy who used to eat the turnbuckle. George Steele? <laughs> he looked a lot like him, too. I was like, God, I'm sleeping with Uncle Fester. Harry back and all? 
Adidas. <laughs> I'm shivering in my Adidas. Well, you know, Draven and I have a story. We met Henry Rollins. Yeah, we did. And we were really, really stoked and excited, and you know, because we thought Henry Rollins was cool. Was gonna be, yeah, he's gonna be pissed off. He comes on. You know, really pisses me off. Lesbians can't be invited to the prom. And I looked at him. I said, Oh my god, what happened? Then he comes out. Of course, he was very cool, though. He, he was him. very cool, he even though, him. even though during the show, he was like, Hey. I meet anybody, man. You guys know where to find me. I'll be right by my bus. And he tried to fucking beeline it into that door for anyone he, could get to him. And as he, fast it's as awesome he, could. he looked like a little old man in his Columbia jacket. Like, <laughs> I want to say, Henry, let me just hold your hand while you. How yeah. cold was it outside, though? It was. It was. It, it, it was, was chilly. Yeah, we were in hoodies and we're sweating. So and then some asshole's gonna bring a black flag. I don't know yeah. who that was in the crowd. Yeah, I don't know some guy. <laughs> Anyways, in his Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Hey, do you like great, Adidas? I'm going to do a great visual here for everybody. Well, a visual's not going to help. Nobody so can you'll see hear, you'll hear the noise. So he signs Draven's stuff and he does this. <laughs> she throws it on the ground. He dropped my shit. And he goes, Am I going to beat Rollins' ass? I think I'm going to. I almost did. He dropped but your it, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> scuff up my Adidas, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> But it was cool, but it, it was, it, you know, from growing up, it was a different Rollins than... Yeah, well, there was sure. a lot of political, which well, I didn't he really, was, what, 50? He just turned... Yeah. It was a tour of victory for mm-hmm. turned 50. Yeah. But uh, I haven't met many like these guys. Yeah, a lot of times I've done, like, sports autographs. And, you know, you guys talk. Sports guys are worse. Oh, yeah. Almost just... A lot of wrestlers are pretty bad, too. It was a case of recently, two ball prices, that a friend of mine went to get Carlos Gomez from the Brewers. Mm-hmm. He paid his ticket, and I was telling Bass of this. He paid his ticket. It was 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. Gomez made the All-Star game, and also they tried to charge him 40 when he got there. And he said, I already have a prepaid ticket for 25 They tried to tell me I'd pay an extra 15 because the price went up. Wow. So in a bargain, he got the autograph for 25 Gomez just, like, just let the guy through and... You know, well, at least he was cool about it. He wasn't that well, dead. yeah, but the guy was trying to charge after he became a huge, you know, huge player. And I've gone to a couple, you know, done some of the wrestler things too. Yeah, some of the guys have changed. Mick Foley used to be cool, but apparently he's no longer any cool in the cool realm. And well, he, I mean, he was all right when I met him, but it was a free signing, so I think he was in a different frame of mind, but. I don't know. He, it wasn't all the stories I heard where he's such this awesome guy and so personable and willing to, you know, sign multiple items and all that stuff. And I mean, we, you know, it was a free signing. We got there. We said we had a handful of pieces. We said, hey, we'll wait for the whole line to go through, be the last guys, you know, even though we were the first guys there. And in the beginning, it was like, yeah, okay, fine. So then we wait. The whole line goes through. We get there, and Mick's just pissed. Going well, how much shit do you want me to sign for you guys? And if I'm gonna sign it, I'm gonna sign it to a different name every time. And then what he did, especially for figures, because he must have seen people do this, which you know you can take signatures off of blister packs. He personalized it and then signed into the personalization, so there is no way for you to wipe the personalization off. So I was just like, wow, man. That's what they make Q-tips for. Yeah, I mean, really, it would have been better if you would have just been like, no, one item. And had it been done. But, you know, he was kind of a dick. Bassett met him in the past and said he was cool. But I don't know if it was just that day or what. But, you know, 
people were dicks to me. The biggest one I've ever had was Linda Blair. Besides the fact of being told I couldn't she take had Adidas. Yeah, I didn't have my Adidas on that day. <laughs> but she's more concerned about hawking, you know, her PETA dog stuff more than anything else or talking to the fans. Basically, you know, make a big donation or talk to her about that stuff. If you want to talk to her about The Exorcist, even though she's at a horror convention, she doesn't care. She wants you away as quick as possible. I'm pretty excited when the UFC comes at the end of August because I know they always do. This is the first time they've done a pay-per-view, so they're going to yeah. do like autographs and stuff. So I'm kind of seeing what they're going to do, plus with the Harley thing around. Well, ho- hope that it ain't like her, man, because, I mean, they, they wanted to charge. first time I met her, they wanted to charge me for taking a photo of her signing my piece. So I went back second time going, okay, maybe it was just a bad day. I'll rectify this experience. It took my photo with me and her back to her to have her sign. Now, there's no way I can sign this. It's got my fucking ugly mug and her in this photo. So I set it down. She goes, oh, when was this? I tell her. She starts to sign it. I snap a picture, and her management goes, if you take one more picture, she'll rip your item in half. And I was just like... What the fuck? That's when the bitch would have got gorilla stomped. Like that one guy did in horror. That's another story. <laughs> we'll, another. Save, we'll save that for another story we'll call gorilla stomping at convention. Yeah. Well, Linda Blair, she's a has-been hack. She's never done anything in her life other than exorcist. Her other claim to fame is she slept with the super freak Rick James. Well, wow, that's a claim to fame which, I want. Which you did bring to her attention, though, at that one convention. <laughs> Well, you know, you're going to act like a prima donna diva, and then when I ask you, what have you done? And she's like, well, I've saved animals. Well, I've ate them, so we're in the same boat. (laughs) And, you know, she's like, I love animals. And I said, I love them, too. Cooked well done. Um, But, you know, your other claim to fame is you slept with Rick James. Wow. You win how many other thousands of women? Hey, 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 what about Hell Knight? Hell no. <laughs> and there's a reason why you can't find that on DVD. A very good reason. It sucks. So And so does she, Rick James. Um, oh. She's a super freak. Hey, who sings that? Rick Let's keep it that way. Do you ever think about putting that in your phone next time you see her? Just kind of walk by and play. (laughs) No, what I like to do is just go up to her and start acting like I'm taking pictures so that her rep comes and yells at me while my friends actually get the photos. (laughs) Because, you know, my big and ugliness would be standing there causing all kinds of a disturbance. And in the meantime, they're so damn stupid. I'm the diversion. Bait and switch, bait and switch. Yeah, and the guys are getting the photos that they want because she's such a bitch. So, you know. I'll have to post it up on the Facebook page of uh, uh, Graveyard Shift, but there's actually photos of where her name was and an arrow showing where you got to go to stand in line. And it'll show you how the fans really feel about her because one once one fan writes a derogatory comment on the picture or the, the, the sign that says Linda Clint, Clint Blair this way, others start writing stuff on the Linda Blair sign. Oh. Yeah, I think I saw the guy who wrote that. I only saw him walking away, and I swore he had some Adidas on. (laughs) Well, he's got a good choice in these shoes. But now these are Walmart specials. And he's smelling piss. I don't know. (laughs) No, that wasn't in Chicago. That was in Indianapolis. It was in Cincinnati, actually. Oh, Snack Pack Eddie? Oh, Snack Pack Eddie. Let me tell you. You ever see Bassif at a show and he invites you back to the room? Don't do it. 
Because if he snack packs, no matter how long you stay away from that room, it's still going to smell like fucking, you know. What is a snack pack? A, sna- a snack pack is when a, a grown-ass man farts and shits himself. Well, that's spackling the crack, then. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not when big, there's chunks. It's not a picture, just enough to fill up a pudding cup. Yeah, just enough to fill that up. That's what a snack pack is. It smells how do like you a, know it's enough to fill a pudding cup? Because well, I heard the plop, oh. and it smelled like a fucking... I'm handful still, of pennies wrapped in Indian we, food. How do, we, how, <laughs> how do we go from talking about horror movie convention experiences to a grown man shit in his Because that was a convention experience that I'll never fucking forget. He's scarred for life. Yeah, I am. Oh, My nose is. That's what happens when you room with him. Oh, man. Big smelly fucker. Yeah. What's Bassif stand for again? Big ass sweaty fuck. That's right. Or in that case, it was probably big ass smelly fuck. <laughs> nice. That's right. Well, one of the people that there's always a bunch of controversy about, even though the promoter of this particular event, I had a lot of issues with because he falsely promoted the event, and Bassif almost got arrested and kicked out for sticking up for me at this event. But was my meeting Bruce Campbell? Bruce was not a dick to me. He was very nice to me. He, the promoter was dick and an asshole, and I won't say who it was because you know I talk about his convention all the time. But regardless, Bruce was cool to me. I had a very good experience with him. But however, someone sitting across from me right now has a couple of good stories. We don't have enough time. There's not enough time in your. Or my lifetime to explain all the stories of Bruce Campbell. Well, at least the first one. Let's do the first one. Oh God, no! Wait, it's, are there a bunch of these? Because we could have this as a you know uh, tender uh, moments moment with, with Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This could go just this could ding, be just like the kiss ding. moment. No, now there's, now there's nothing. There's nothing that can be said about Bruce that is good, and you know, it's just that. I mean. I personally have never had a good experience. I know a handful full of people who have had good experiences, but I believe that they're mentally challenged and have water on the brain. Hey, <laughs> no, these are these are these are fans. These are people who think the guy does no wrong. I mean, he could snack pack, and they'd be like, oh, "That's awesome," you know. The, the, the problem is, there's, there's too many. The one thing you'll find listening to this show is, I don't care who you are if you treat the fans like shit I'm going to call you out and I'm going to let people know about it and I will call you out right to your face at your table treat the fans right and everything will be good treat the fans like shit and you're going to you're never going to hear the end of it from me Bruce is one of those that doesn't know how to treat the fans some people are so brainwashed and are sheep led to the slaughter that they think everything he does is awesome and he might have been really nice to them but I've had to deal with him personally and it was not a pleasurable experience and I'm not even talking about just in the convention setting of meeting him and going hey man how's it going sign this for me he's a dick charges you know big bucks to get an autograph he gives you basically the equivalent of a Zorro Z (laughs) and then considers that his signature when questioned about it, he says, hey, man, if you had to sign as many signatures as I do, you know, that's how you would sign it. I then offered to sit next to him and sign everything. Every time he signed a signature on a, cu- a customer or a clerk, a fucking whatever, a fan's oh. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can they say? I'm tired. It's been a long day. Testify, my brother. Testify. Anyways, anyways, I said every time he signs an autograph on a fan's, 
uh, item, I'll sign an autograph on a piece of paper, and I won't whine and bitch like he does. And I'll sign my whole friggin' name. It's real easy. B A S F. But that's still you more. You three more letters. That's more Campbell. than the Z. And you'll put a period in between them. You get that he says is the B. And, you know, so when I met him, he did this on my figure. I turned it around, looked at it, and said, what the hell is the Z for? He told me it was a B. And he says, when did you go by the, when did you start going by the name of B, Mr. Campbell, Bruce Campbell? He says, that's how I signed my signature. And I says, well, should we just call you Grandmaster B? You know, just like Grandmaster Bundy. And he did, said, if I didn't like it, I could leave. And I said, no, because I was a fool and paid, so I want my autographs. He was a dick. He signed my figure, and then when I went to, I actually laid down my figure first, and he says to me, uh, you know how this works, right? And I says, yeah, I paid, you sign. Hence, we go do this. No, he looks at me, he goes, book. And I says, I know, we'll get to that. So I put down the action figure again, he goes, ah, book. Well, he was doing autograph signing in the book, but nobody ever told us, hey, these are the rules. Put the book down, then get your item signed. Put the book down, get your item signed. And I said, fine, I'll have you sign the book. Just sign my figure. That was what I pulled out first. He goes, book. And then made some comment about, you know, if I was, asked me if I was slow or challenged. Are you serious? Yeah. So well, he true. signed the book. Rally and I flipped it over my shoulder and threw it to the ground. <laughs> then put down my figure and went, figure! which he signed. I then slid a poster in front of him because I was getting multiple items signed, and he looked at me with a big smirk on his face. Book! And I said, I know, a book. Hence, he wouldn't sign anything until I put a book down in front of him. I then threw that one over my shoulder. He signed my poster. And there's a whole long story about him signing the poster that I don't want to get into right now because I'm tired. Well, that's... So that'll be part two. That'll be part that'll two. Be part two. Uh, yeah, episode three. Revenge okay. of the At fans. least tell the little kid's story when you were talking. Oh, to yeah, that was great. We were at uh, Flashback Weekend. It was just after uh, the Devil's Rejects came out. Um, the promoter of the show had brought in all the survivors, or the, I should say the murder victims of Devil's Rejects. And, you know, Bill was there. Sid was there. Uh, Matt McGorry was there, actually 11 days prior to him passing away. And Bruce Campbell comes up to him and starts talking to Matt while he's sitting in this big recliner. And I happen to be talking to Matt. And uh, anyways, as Bruce kind of interrupts and starts talking, him and Matt are kind of joking around. And as Bruce goes to walk away, this father put his kid up kind of like, I'll, hey, Mr. Joe Green, will you sign my football? Well, the kid walks up to Bruce and says, hey, can I get an autograph, Mr. Campbell? And Bruce basically patted the kid on the head and says, tell you what, little man, you tell your daddy to go outside in the hallway, buy one of my books, Come on downstairs, and I'll sign anything you want, little man. And tapped him on the head. Well, as Bruce turned away to walk away from the kids, somebody threw a glass of water at him, banged him, in, or bonked him in the back of the head, water all over Matt McGorry's table and his photos and such. So obviously I'm not the only disgruntled fan who hates this asshole. And then fast forward several years later, he's at Wizard World, and He's got the audacity to sit there on a pedestal stage, which puts him about three feet above the rest of the crowd, and they have signs all around the perimeter saying, no photography allowed. You're not allowed to take pictures of the great and masterful Bruce Campbell. I mean, he's such a, such a Shakespearean actor. I mean, after all, Briscoe County Jr., Evil Dead 1 and 2 and 3, 
and whatever failed show he has on whatever network that is called. He does Burn not Lotus. have Adidas. Though. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't wear Adidas on now, Burn I, Notice. I don't wear Adidas anymore either. He don't. No. He wore old man shoes. Wear old man shoes from Walmart. But anyways, he uh, is sitting there in an open area downgrade? where people are trying to snap pictures, and then they had a security guy actually would walk up and put his hand in front of your camera and say, you cannot take any photos. Or he would hold the sign up in front of your camera. Dude, if you're that insecure about having photos taken or you think you're that much of a damn rock star, then take your ass into a secluded room where nobody has to look at you and nobody will take any pictures of your little ass because you're so fucking special. Fuck you, Bruce Campbell. Wow. Wow. Well, that was pretty awesome. And half the listeners are going, "Fuck you, Bassett." Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't have he's any. He's such of those a great stories. actor. He's so funny. He's just like his character, Ash. Yeah, you have no negative stories from anyone you've ever met. I do. You well, met you I'm met a guy ahead. from Tesla. Who no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, the whole other story. Oh, whole other story. Been a lot of that. Yeah, I know. The God of Hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh my God. No, there was this one this one time. Thomas, we love you. Yeah, this one time at a convention, but it was not really a convention. Were you at band camp, maybe? No. Well, it was the, was it the Chicago horror convention, the sales rep convention? Oh, uh, Trans World. Trans World. So me and Bassif goes, and we're walking. Um, this other guy was with us, and I'm not paying attention because I'm told to write down what booth we need to look at or whatever. And my dumb ass runs right into who? D. Schneider. D. Schneider. I'm sorry. I didn't say I'm sorry. And then when he got all lippy, I turned around, and I said, well, you should watch where the fuck you're going. You tell me you're not going to take it? <laughs> no, I didn't. But then I thought it. But then I thought it was funny because then everybody's looking at me like, "Who did you just like ran into him?" And I was like, "Who fucking cares?" You know, I was there first. I'm not, you know, yet because they were trying to make people move out of the way because he had to get to his table or whatever. He was a jerk. So in other words, those double D's just couldn't move fast enough no. on the way. He ran into you. No, pretty much. They hit him like on the, he's probably short. They probably hit him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I just, I think that Strange that's funny, because they're all like, ooh, ooh, D. Schneider. I'm like, yeah, and... Yeah, but D. Schneider's nice. We've met him several times. He's always been very cool. So, wow. see, I didn't meet your him. Your story holds I, no merit. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you were there. You saw it. He got a little snotty. He was rude. He was rude. Way to protect your man. So nice. I know, right? He was rude, but he's still cool, so fuck you. Well, I didn't stand in line to meet him. I'm just saying. I, I, I just walked up and physically said, dude, ran into him <laughs> in <Hello>? my Adidas. <laughs> I, will say, <laughs> I will say this one of the, uh, my story was uh, not a convention, but it was a Pantera show. The last one they ever did. Oh. Bassif being did a very nice thing for me. And what? Why is it that I'm always in trouble? No, he actually did a nice thing. He got me a backstage pass. Wow. And he said, I will wait in the car for you in the parking lot. Come out when you're done. You must have known security or something. He's got connections. No. I, I've just had to deal. I've had to deal with Phil from Pantera. So, anyways, I go <laughs> and back. He's there. as bad as Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I go back there and, and he it. was stoned and drunk back then. <laughs> and it wasn't the most pleasant experience of my entire life. That Phil was on the bus, and he—that's why I wanted to meet because that's my other man crush. 
Anyways, he was on the bus. The rest of the guys were out there. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait. Let me let's say, re, let's redo that. It was, say, it was my man crush. No, he so, said other so man, other man crush. Anyways, they're, they're pointing me down the hallway where to go because it was at the, the what was the Mecca Auditorium at the time. So I go in and I see the first room is to the left. I see Anthrax is in there. So I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And they slammed the door right in my face. <laughs> no, they slammed the door and they went like, "Not, not, 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 not." <laughs> so I was like, "Holy shit!" Anthrax just slammed the door in my face. So then I ended up meeting them, and, and you know, it was, it was all right. You know, it was all right. That was with uh, your friend's cold chamber who plugged up the toilet at the exclusive company. Which <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we have this grand buildup of going down this long hall. I know, and then Anthrax slammed the door in your face. And then it was just and okay. And then you got the fill, okay. and it was like, well, yeah, it was all right. It must have been because you weren't really That's about as anticlimactic as having to babysit the lead singer's kid of ministry. Hey. I'm a damn good checker player, by the way, and I can play some goldfish. And you've seen him. They do some crazy... He puts his dicks in chicken. Wow. They party. We're talking about the lead singer <laughs> of ministry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was when I gave up my tickets to go to, for your brother when I ended up working at show. Yeah, they stick me on the bus with his daughter all day. So I'm there from noon until the show starts, and until I walk up, and then those guys were... He was just completely out of his head. Whatever he was doing... And they just and every th- he was just like fuck Milwaukee. Everything was fuck Milwaukee. This fucking place sucks. It smells like a dirty shoe. If I could be anywhere else but here, he if must I die. Met- this is the place where I'm going to end up being in hell. He must have met Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer. Huh? It was a very uh, it's a good show though. Good Except show. The poor RTM good guys show. in the pits. Good show. Though. Good show. Good show. The guys in the R- the guys in the pit though. Had Would that be your RTM. man crush number two? I'll try that would be number three. Yeah. Man crush number one's Brock Lesnar over here for this guy. Uh, uh, he likes Brock. You know what's going to happen next week, Sunday? What's going to happen? Brock's a rock? Is he going to powerbomb your asshole? <laughs> no, he's going to powerbomb Grandma's I'm going to F5 on Grandma's face. <laughs> wow. No, well, not his real grandma. Grandma's the the her nickname. No, yeah. I know, I the know. The older just... chick he likes to uh, have rendezvous with. But the whole comic theme is that, I mean, I, I've met the actors, but met, meeting some of the rock guys are just as dicks. Most what about oh, you, yeah. Jason? Oh, I play. I said Linda Blair for uh, the conventions, oh. but for musicians, uh, let's see, Seven Dust, probably. Mm. They, do, they dodged me six times. Six times? Six times. And one time they all came out of the... They all came out of the venue walking to the he bus. He doesn't give up, man. He yeah, by themselves. Around. Nobody was there. It was me and one other guy. I had a CD. This guy had a magazine. And they're just like, what's up? <laughs> Slam the door. So it was probably them. Are you still a fan? Uh, or does something like that taint it? it? It does a little bit. I like their music, but I probably never sit there and went. I mean, they were just in Kenosha, and I know I could have met them there because they were playing a bar. Right. And you they know, play the broad stuff. Yeah, they play the broad stuff. But that's stuff. that's a that's a big venue. But you Believe know, they they've got no fences or anything. You yeah. can just sit right by the bus. Yeah. So I knew I could get them, and I didn't do it. The only so, time I had a rock star slam the door in my face is when I was running down a hallway completely nude with two beers in my hand, and I handed him a beer, and he thanked me, and then slammed the door in my face. Nice. Who was that? That's a kiss one. That, that was uh, that was John Regan of Ace Frehley's band. I was racing down a hallway in 
That's something you want to see. I don't remember what's, where what we you, were. What did you have on? It's Adidas. Yeah. No, I wasn't wearing no Adidas. I had nothing on but socks. <laughs> and I was racing another guy down the hallway butt naked. Was the other we, guy butt naked? That must have smelled. Yeah, well, kind of. And we had we had beers in our hands. And the door opened up, and John Regan's like, what the hell's going on out here? And I says, would you like a beer? And he's like, sure, I've never taken a beer from a naked man. I says, there's a first for everything. He's like, yep, and slammed the door in my face. Wow. And then you hear, it's cold gin time again. <laughs> what about positive experiences? Crickets. <laughs> wow, none? After all the shit we've been to? I've, like Nothing? I said earlier, I've met Gene Simmons many times. It was always He's always been really nice to me. Always was very cool. Signed a ton of autographs from me. Never charged me a dime, unlike the new Gene Simmons. The new... Um, Invigorated. Was I'm it getting the old. The television series. Gene the Family Simmons? Jewels. Gene yes. Simmons. Yeah, he was nice like that, but now he just charges his fans thousands of dollars for an autograph. Wow. But that's okay. No, he was always cool. Can't ever say anything bad about him. Unlike Peter Chris, but I'm not going to get into that one. That we'll save that for another. That, that's another kiss moment. Yeah, a kiss moment. Yes, uh, we got plenty of those. Yeah. A positive experience for me is probably. Robert England, Danny Trejo, and Norman Reedus. They all charge big money, but they all made it worth it for me. Um, they've always been real personable, always took time to talk and bullshit a little bit, write quotes and stuff like that, You know, answer any questions to where it's not just a feeder line. Thanks for the support, Ginger. <laughs> you colorblind fuck. My hair is brown. <laughs> like I said before, I'm colorblind. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I do like my Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I gotta stop before I go somewhere I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, they've always been cool to me. Robert England, especially. Um, I met him once when his agent, his wife, and the convention staff all were telling him to stop taking photos with fans, and he still was doing it. Is that kind of like one of those jokes where an agent, his wife? And the star walks into a bar. Yep. <laughs> kind of like that. And they're Adidas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with yeah, but, piss. But then again, you met Robert England, and he was a complete dickhead. Once. Once. And he was... Because he was so... But he was a... But, once again, wasn't a dick to me, was a dick to you. Yeah, because he, he wanted to go rush back to his hotel room so he could watch the Academy Awards. Which so you was, said. So he was rushing through his autographs, didn't want to give his fans who paid money to meet him the time that they deserved, the two seconds it took. But that was also said, the con's fault. So Fango, Fango was the show that did that, which no longer is in existence for good God. reason. But... That was partly their fault. So he too. went to watch a show where real actors get awards. For well, see, that was the thing. He, he says, "You got to keep. We got to get this moving along. I want to get upstairs to watch the Academy Awards." And my line was, "What? It's not like you're up for an nomination." <laughs> and, he got, and he got. And he got. Actor looks like. Yeah, and he got really. He got a little more pissed, and I understand. I mean, that was kind know, of a dick move. You're not. Well, no, you're just <laughs> not going to win an Academy Award for playing Willie on V. You know, where do I put this box, sir? You know, and, and you know, like you're going to win a whole lot of awards going, you know, cackling with your chain with your your blades across your face or whatever, you know, Tina. That's going to really get you an Academy Award. Maybe maybe his performance in Hatchet One 
For Adam Green, that would get him an Academy oh, Award. Or perhaps it could be the TV show, Freddy's Nightmares. He could win oh. an Academy Award for that. Or his part in Strangeland, filmed by Dee Snyder. We already found out, could be a dick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so he obviously could possibly have hired a dicky Robert England. <laughs> but then there, then there is also the, the time Robert England called me a parasite. So, Well, his wife called you a parasite. Well, yes, his wife called me a parasite. He didn't call you a parasite. He's I don't par- think he really gave a shit. Well, he should. He's getting thirty-five dollars an autograph, right? You know, sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this. You're making money. I mean, I'd like to make thirty-five dollars for a half a second or two of, t- of time. I'll sign an autograph. I'll do it for five bucks. Jeez, I think you give a blowjob for that much. Wow, not for five bucks. <laughs> Ten bucks. <laughs> I got class. Yeah. I'll do it for, for eleven. I'll, I'll do it for fifty quarters. Nice. Do the math. Do the math quickly. Five bucks. <laughs> That's fifty quarters. Hey, in my country we don't have math. <laughs> right. No, it's about ten dollars. It's pesos. You said pesos. I get it. A big positive for me in the music world was always Rob Zombie. Always not the same for hey. Bassif. Yeah. <laughs> And I want to say you're welcome. The lyrical genius, no, no, no. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yep. 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 But you're welcome for that. And I, I take full responsibility. Hey, the only time he didn't say yep was when you tried to get more than one thing signed after that nope. show. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's the one time I saw Bassev get pissed. Really pissed I at a concert. Call my best music one was when... Your brother and I went to Chicago, and we went to see Soulfly, which was our hero was Max from Sepultura, and then Max came out, and then I don't want to say what happened because there was some weed and stuff going on, but... Uh, you just, you just, just told everyone it. what happened. Okay, well, that just happened. So, in other words, Max was using drugs that night. Uh, That's a shock. His leg was hurt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the cool thing about that show was one of the last times the band Snot performed with the original singer Lynn Strait who ended up passing away from a car accident which Lynn was out there and you talk about he was like running around naked and stuff he was like one of the craziest people but he was like cool Max was like more laid back because he was hurt but it's not apparently he was was high all the time well yeah he was (laughs) they're always blazed but Lynn was very cool and and he'd always be naked and running around and so that's my favorite experience all right, well, we'd like to thank you guys for listening to the show this week. And, and also, up with us. Yeah, and all our Disney tirades. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor one more time, Graveyard Records and Movie Maniacs. This might be the last show they sponsor after hearing this. <laughs> Check out the Facebook page. Please go to the website, www.graveyardrecords.com. Check out the Graveyard Shift Facebook. Our website will be up soon, which is Bassive. What's the website? Oh, www.graveyardshiftpodcast.com. Here we go. Where you can come and see our bios on who the four idiots you're listening to are. (laughs) There'll be links to some of our favorite stores, haunted house attractions, conventions. Um, There actually will be links up there for all the major conventions that we attend all year long and also a few others that we haven't made it out to. Um and there'll be links again to haunted houses come October. So if you're in the you know Midwest, we'll be covering all those. 
And you'll be able to listen to the show. So if you missed a show, uh, we're going to try to do shows every two weeks. Um, if you miss a show, there'll be a live streaming version. You'll also be able to download it from iTunes. And who knows, there might be some other goodies going up there. Uh, photos and you know pictures of items we've talked about. Maybe some photos of us with the stars. And uh, just to prove that we're not full of shit. And uh, come check it out. Stay tuned on our next show in about three weeks, actually, because we're going to be at two conventions. You'll get a review of Flashback Weekend in Wizard World Chicago. Till then, this is the Graveyard Shift. I am your host, Draven. Uh, I guess I'm supposed to say my name's Bassif. Hello, Phantom. Male girl, Barbarella. See ya! <sighs> this fine this episode, episode was brought to you by... <laughs> Graveyard, yeah, yeah, yeah.